Hello. Hello and welcome to the Sabercast on Sunday the 27th of February 2011. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, once again in the same room we all are. Uh, joining me guys, uh, Rob Kemp. <laughs> Master Yoda's apprentice it seems. Apprentice. All, all in the same room we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no syntax I have. Oh, and also Zachary Burgess, who happens to be Woo! to my right. He's saying, Woo. wow, that's enthusiasm from Zach. <laughs> no, that was just fake enthusiasm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Woo! That would be more fake enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't need to be quite so sarcastic. Are you not enthusiastic that we are once again together in Rob's uh, front room? Room of Doom. Yeah, but this isn't... What was it last time? It was the Doom Room before. Ah, so now it's the Room of Doom. Yeah. That's our official designation. It's gone through a total refurbishment. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's correct. We're screwed if we do another one of these. We've run out of names. There's only two. The Doom of Room. <laughs> <laughs> How many... <laughs> By the end of this, it'll be the Of Doom Room. <laughs> the Room Doom Of. No, you'll just have to start thinking of stupid synonyms. Doom Room. It's the... It's the doomed encasement. Doom. Oh, <laughs> from room oh, or doom. <laughs> Chamber of catastrophe. No, but that, you can't have the catastrophe. Chamber's good, like bed Ch- chamber. Yeah, chamber works. The Cursed cap- box. <laughs> <laughs> the cabin of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome. And uh, the Armageddon lounge. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a lounge, isn't it? Or in the American sense. The living room or the lounge. Or the back room, as some people seem to call it. The back room? Or the front room. It's the front room, isn't it? Yeah, but it depends where it is in the house. What's the back room? No one well, ever calls it the back room, even if it is at the back of the house. <laughs> some people do, I think. I've met people too. I mean, what what was that room? Well, it... Surely the back room sounds a bit like that mythical, the back of a store. It's the room no one goes into unless they have to. But like the back room utility is like the utility room. But the back yeah, exists in the say. store, and it's mostly in the back of a shop, isn't it? Usually. Sometimes. Or the side. It's kind of mythical in some places. It would be cooler if it was above and then they just load shit from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, okay. Lost trapdoors to restock the shelves. It'd be like that mysterious compartment that Corbin Dallas has in the Fifth Element where guns come from the ceiling. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And like his bed, like, puts, it gets put plastic put over it, doesn't it? Every time yeah. it goes so that she gets trapped into the plastic. Doom. Give me the cash! Give me the cash! Give me the cash! That guy is like that. That guy who plays that that stick up guy. He's in lot, French, lots of French films because he's obviously French. He was in that um, uh, Priceless or whatever it's called, sort of romantic comedy with Audrey Tatou. Audrey Tatou. Do you know her? This is a bit too high culture for me. You know, Star of Amelie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woman, uh, well, know. I know of her by her face. <laughs> that's all that matters to Ron. By her name, face. Yes, it's a face. French name. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, Fifth Element. <laughs> Could they do a sequel? No. Sick Element. Sick Element. That would be great. They wouldn't call it that, but that would be the plot, obviously. Because she's the Fifth Element, and then they'd be like, her twin sister or some shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this time, it's more evil. <laughs> they could do, because she's like a bigger star now. Now that she's been in Resident Evil, the movie, and... Because that makes you a bigger star. Well, it has, though. She's been in various things. She's kind of known now, at least. She more so. Wasn't really very much at the time. And also, um, Bruce Willis is doing really dumb shit at the moment. So he got his Red was good. Oh, I haven't seen that. Is it good? Yes. 
Okay. Uh, it's Helen Mirren on a machine gun. Well, yes. I mean, that's clearly awesome. You can't go wrong with... And John Malkovich being John Malkovich. <laughs> As always. Malkovich, Malkovich. Anyway. Computer games? <laughs> Much. Uh, uh, let's do it. Let's ask the question, shall we? Uh, uh... To whom? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I actually have you here. <laughs> the random spinner device. Now I can actually spin Dan and has decide. The, has the finger guns of destiny. <laughs> well, last week you rather failed us, Zach, with like about... I, I, I reserved like a whole like half hour plus of podcast for you and you're like, I've been playing things. What have you been playing? <laughs> None. So what have you been playing, Zach? None. No, no, wait. No, you sprung a question on me now, I'm not ready. Okay. <laughs> um, we do yeah. one thing. I thought we did at the start, and that was what confused me. I loved you like, to... Suddenly, we're talking about films. Oh, I'll just go to sleep for a while. <laughs> because you don't care about films at all, no. so you have nothing to add, so you just, oh, I'll just ignore this. Yeah, exactly. You don't care stuff. about films, you occasionally watch them. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean I care. <laughs> you must get some enjoyment out of televisual entertainment. Sometimes. But anyway, games. We were talking about the fifth element. Do you remember New York Race? Yes. That was like loosely tied. Holy crap, a game. Right, I got get big tag list, mate. <laughs> <laughs> New York Race. That was sort of cool, that. It was pretty cool. I mean... It was kind of... Janky. Not, yeah, not yeah. greatly designed. But it was a good concept. I still think that... Now they've done Red Dead, like old old Grand Theft Auto. They should do like new, like futuristic Blade. <laughs> yeah, but well, that wouldn't really work because the whole idea of like being on foot and then getting into a car doesn't really work when you're suspended halfway up a skyscraper with a little. Walk I don't know. <laughs> they could have like grappling hooks or something, so you could like attach to any. So it'd be, like just cause two. Yeah. Exactly. It'd be way cool. Or you could have like a teleporter so that you could like see, just pay, teleport, pay into car, teleport into their car and then knock them out. They go like. <laughs> But they have some kind of hover device that they don't just really <laughs> at the end. Of course. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that would be cool. Because then you could have the New York race part where you have races, if necessary, around the city. But then you could have all the Blade Runner stuff. And I don't know. That would be kind there of cool. There wouldn't be much on foot stuff, would there, in a sort of fifth element based GTA game? Well, it there could be. in the building. Yeah, it'd be like Mass Effect in, on the inside of the building. Some futuristic fighting. There's not much in the buildings of fifth element for them to draw from, is there? It's all like... <laughs> no, I'm, not saying, it, I'm not saying it would be directly based on Fifth Element. I'm saying it would be mostly cribbing from Blade Runner. Like, I was th- I was watching some YouTube footage of that old game G-Police. <laughs> that yeah, was yeah, clearly yeah. inspired by Blade Runner, but that was actually kind of cool. That was pretty awesome. Well, if I... you played it with the correct peripherals. <laughs> well, I had the joystick it... kind of made it. Yeah, because I, I came free with my first ever graphics card, 3DFX, baby, <laughs> during the war. Did you have Power VR? No, I was 3DFX. Oh, I okay. came in on the very first Voodoo card. Yeah, I was on a Voodoo 2 or something. It was a bit later. <laughs> I, I came in so early that the only th- there weren't any specific 3DFX games <laughs> that were being bundled with cards. So they had to do shitty remakes of games. Like, uh, there was a 3DFX version of Descent 2, which was kind of awesome, actually. It was yeah, Descent 2, it's a good game. decent blurred textures. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, and, and the slightly more random remake, Fatal Racing, which was totally sweet. <laughs> Even if it was a terrible game, but for some reason it was just hilarious. <laughs> wasn't, like... Uh, Descent 1, wasn't that like the first proper first person fully polygonal game before Quake? Uh, it might have been actually, yeah, I seem to remember it having that accolade. Oh, and it had fully what? polygonal enemies, didn't it? Unlike Doom or something. Then again, I'm sure you could argue that there were fully polygonal games before it, like um, you know, even back at the stunt car racer on the Atari because that was kind of fully polygonal actually while you were playing, other than the HUD. <laughs> sort of. Uh, mm. Or even... I don't think that 
Or even really, Days of Thunder they're not on polygons, the are they? Yeah, are they? They're, kind of, they're kind of polygons, aren't they? <laughs> I don't know what fucking technology those ancient machines were actually working on. I remember Stunt Car Racer. How did you play that game? Stunt Very difficultly. Because it you ran had... like four frames per second. Well, yeah, it ran pretty badly. But it was actually, you had to, it wasn't, you couldn't just like, you actually had to think about like acceleration and braking and getting up enough speed a lot more than any other racing game that we played at the time. Yeah. Like you couldn't just gun it the entire way around the drag because otherwise you'd like jump too far and fall straight off and die. I yeah. suppose it was one of the earliest games I played where you actually had to worry about that shit. <laughs> yeah, like, not just like skid marks or games like that where. Well, I suppose apart from like top-down races like skid marks and micro machines where you occasionally have to think about slowing down. Yeah. That was probably one of my early examples of proper racing. You didn't have to slow down in Buggy Boy, did you? No. Just no. Uh, it's a the whole time. Uh, <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> that was literally all the sound. Uh, the occasional... Through the gates. Yeah, all the gates. <laughs> and the flags. Oh, yeah. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's some really early gaming sort of sort of games. <laughs> sort of three D ish. It's kind of weird when you think like how did the games industry actually ever get going when you look back at the majority of it being utter utter shit. Yeah, but <laughs> those not... ones weren't though. Well, yeah. those ones were... like the Americans with their ancient Atari twenty six hundreds and stuff. They were okay, but I suppose <laughs> yeah, was... I suppose it made sense back then in the in that they're being arcade games because. They didn't really, to be honest, when you think about it, how we actually put up with them as home console games is a bit of a mystery because they make sense in the arcade because you put a quarter in and you have a quick game. You know, a quarter. You know, yeah, a quarter. <laughs> you have, a, have, have your quick game, you're done with it, you don't have to take it home and it's not like a piece of entertainment that will keep you going for like 20 hours. You know, well, that's where the NES comes in, like Legend of Zelda and stuff. Yeah. That, 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 that was the actual good stuff. At that point, I understand why the games industry took off. It's just like... Getting to that point, it's mm. hard to see. Yeah, but the Buggy we, Boy we just got stuff, lucky, I think. <laughs> but that stuff's more advanced than Ned stuff, isn't it? Like Buggy, anything on the entire ST must be yeah, surely pretty much more powerful. Good to a point. There's some Ned stuff that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's true. I don't know how they did some of that. Some of that late Ned stuff. Hmm. It's like the late PlayStation Two stuff, like God of War Two, looks amazing. They, yeah, they had their fake polygons on the Ned. Whatever technology they used with Star Fox. And... No, that was no, Super NES. Super NES. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Super FX chip, in fact, it was called. Yeah, it was, wasn't was it? That, uh, that, that was just in it, though. It, wasn't it was built it. into it was in the, the cartridge. cartridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was in there the There was only two games made that I know of that were used what was that the other one? It was just like a monster truck racing game. <laughs> but <laughs> when monster trucks had eyes, of course, <laughs> just attached to the front. Did Arnie Armstrong turn <laughs> It didn't have Arnie Armstrong, though. Um, I can't remember what it was called, though. Right in. Monster truck racing. <laughs> probably. Oh. FX racer or something, probably, to sort of show off the chip. <laughs> yeah. That would make sense. Monster FX. <laughs> so did the, um, cause the, did the GBA ever get Star Fox? The no. no didn't. It didn't. Well, that would explain it. I suppose they couldn't fit the... I still think Ninty have been... No, I've said this several times before. Ninty, you suck at the Star Fox license. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Just make us another Star Fox. Well, you played that terrible Star Fox Adventures game. I say terrible, but... Like, but... more than once. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. It was just sort of bland, wasn't it? it was... Well, it was like... It wasn't complex. 
it was like you push the buttons and you do the thing. <laughs> and it had quite a bit of rare humour in it, didn't it? Vaguely. It was a bit, a bit remi- reminiscent of sort of Conker's... Um, you, you mean humour by rare, not that the humour was rare. <laughs> yeah, that's why <what laughs> I mean. That's quite rare humour. I mean by the developer but rare, it it's quite it distinctive. a couple of bits, but most of the time it was just putting up with that fucking annoying little bastard dinosaur that finds me around. And just... so telling it what to do. And it wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did you get to fly the R-Wing in that game? Yeah, they actually had R-Wing sections flying between the bits of the planet, which were actually... It was just like, why did you not make this game? Yeah, <laughs> this could have been epic. I don't know. Well, they did, they have, they did try it. a couple of times in the GameCube era, and I think that's why they gave up, because they tried taking it in new directions, which failed. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Star Fox Adventures, which is... Well, it wasn't supposed to be Star Fox. That was a bad marketing decision by Nintendo to tack it onto Dinosaur Planet. <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah. It, was, oh. it, was, it was originally called Dinosaur Planet, and then Ninty said, oh, we could make this a Star Fox game. And everyone's like, no. Drone. No. Uh, and it didn't work. Um, and then there was Star Fox Armada, where G- Nintendo, during their let's try other developers phase, gave it to Namco, and they made a shitty shooter. <laughs> it was like, in, it was often, it was the all range mode all the time kind of thing, and with on foot and vehicle sections, and it was, uh, it almost played a bit like Jet Force Gemini, only shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Aren't they doing something with Lilac Wars or whatever? Is that on is that on DS or are they putting it on 3DS? Um, Lilac Wars is getting a port to 3DS. Right. Yeah. Which or Super Star Fox 64 as it's known. As it's known in the proper place. Yeah. Everywhere else other than the UK. For some reason, <laughs> we get the flower name. What? In, in Japan it's called Star Lilac Fox 64. Wars. Oh, right. We're the ones, we're the we're the only ones, ones that, that get have Lilac the weird Wars. name. Yeah. yeah, that's a load of nonsense. Was that the... That wasn't even the subtitle, was it? Of... Uh, no, that was the full game name in this country. No, but I mean in the other territories, was it the subtitle? No. So no one has a clue what we're talking about when we say Lilac Wars? <laughs> Probably not, no. Okay. It's Star Fox 64. Yeah. So there, you are learned. So <laughs> but yeah, they should... It's one of those games, along with F-Zero, that I've been just like craving for another oh, one. Oh man, imagine because... F-Zero G... G... Was it? GX? I mean, Lilac Wars is definitely one of my favourite games of all time. It's just so good. And there's so much you can do for a linear shooter. They've just put a ridiculous amount of sort of depth and actual other roots into it, which was pretty cool. And then F-Zero GX, they're at the top of their game, and it's like a brilliantly well-received game, which has never been followed up for some reason. Yeah. Well, it's developed by Sega, isn't it? Then... Well, yeah, but you know, I'm pretty sure Sega would take it on again. Then again, I'm not sure Amusement Vision exists anymore. Is that who made it? Yeah, oh. the the you know the same team that makes Super Monkey Ball. Oh, right, um, okay. Because they're making that for 3DS, of course, that. and everything. That's got the tilt control, hasn't it, on 3DS? Yeah. So it'd be the first time you'd be able to do that on, not on an iPhone, like with buttons. Anyway, I talk about F Zero GX too much. It needs to come back because it's freaking sweet, and it's still freaking sweet even today. It holds up. Mm. Well, is... you you can't directly port like Genki games to 3DS because it's not powerful. No, I don't it? want them to make it for 3DS. Just make a new version on Wii. Yeah, you know. Or yeah, what but... the fuck? Sell the rights. Let Microsoft make one. <laughs> for Xbox. They can't do that. Nintendo no. can't do that, can they? They never sell their rights to anything. They kind of export it out, don't they? Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they thought they couldn't make a decent update for Wii. You know, that would mm. push the boundary. But you could fly with the stupid motion control. It'd because be like F-Zero is too fast. Yeah, probably. But with motion plus, it'd be okay. Sort of. It's just the reactions of going like that. It's like trying to play Wipeout with six-axis controls. It doesn't work. It's mm. just too fast. Um, 
Maybe that's why they decided against it, because it just didn't work with motion control. Maybe when we get HD Wii, or whatever the next-gen console will be, they'll think about it again. Wii HD does seem like the obvious name. <laughs> you can't call it anything other than Wii now, because Wii is a brand that is bigger than, not bigger than Nintendo. It actually touches on something I wanted to bring up this week, because I, I was thinking in the middle of the week, and just about, you know, I've got most of the consoles, and I just sort of thought, was thinking... Got this, I've got this, I've got this. They've all got shit names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we got really used to... Well, PlayStation 3 is fine, it's just not interesting. It's No, it's not interesting. Well, PlayStation, I suppose, when it first came out, was kind of like, it's a station on which you play. <laughs> well, it makes sense. Sort of, but... Well, just take the Nintendo history in general, right? Let's, let's Nintendo go from the Nintendo start. Nintendo Entertainment, Entertainment System. Fairly basic. Yeah, pretty crap. At least people shortened it to NES. Thank the Lord. Well, it was and Famicom in, in, in Japan. Which is a lot better. <laughs> Family computer. But yeah, yeah know, it doesn't but It's, it's still sense. a shortening and a, it's not like an obvious thing. But yeah. Super Nintendo Entertainment System. That's, yeah. That's still shit. And then they just it's went pu- purely obvious from that point on, didn't they? Like the the the, the game cube, <laughs> a yeah. cube which you game on. It's like, that's so awful. What, what one do you like? Dreamcast. Dreamcast was actually a pretty sweet name because it's, it's right. kind of original. You know? Yeah, but what, where I even the, cast the game, come from? I even preferred the GameCube's kind of like uh, original, like working <laughs> title. Dolphin. Yeah, Dolphin. Presumably... Oh, Nintendo 64. What a fucking lazy name <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh, we're making a, Nint- a 64-bit console and it's from Nintendo. Um, we're a bit stuck here, guys. <laughs> but they had to say 64. Because... It was the, after the, that was after the point where the bit thing mattered, though. Just about <laughs> yeah, but they, were, they were just slightly too late on it. Because but... it might have been a 64-bit console, but it wasn't technically as powerful as a PlayStation. So it was a bit, a bit of a misnomer. Presumably the cast in Dreamcast comes from, like, wizards rather than from broadcast. It's from, like, casting a spell. Yeah, you're dream. ca- casting dreams upon people, I guess. Yeah, presumably. <laughs> uh, Sleep Forcer. I think DS is a dumb name. Yeah, that's a shit name as well. It's like, well, it's another one of Nintendo's obvious streak. It's like, right, what are we going to call this one? It's got two screens. Let's call it a dual screen. Although, wow. although 3DS kind of makes it all worth that's it, kind which of, is really dumb. Yeah, it's 3, like, 3DS is kind of cool. That was an accident, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't actually make sense. When you... Three dimension, and but, but the from... D stands for two things, for dual. And... and although it's obvious, I sort of like Game Boy as well. Because that's it's fine. Kind of... Game Boy's good. Because, you know, at the time, gaming was generally for kids kind of thing and they you know that sort of device was aimed at kids so it was the game for boys game, game boy is a lot better than ds yeah. as a name even game boy advance i can sort of get behind because you know it was capitalizing on the game boy brand yeah which is fine revolution um, would have been fine i mean i see why they went with we now with hindsight but it seemed really dumb at the time and i still think it's dumb for me like i don't think it's nice mm. but i can see why it's worked for them really well but i think it's dumb you know what i think would have been <laughs> a great console name Wee. had it not been shit jaguar <laughs> that's kind of a cool name the jaguar it's just like it's just a shame it was given to that thing <laughs> yeah jaguar neo geo pocket <laughs> neo geo or the gizmondo <laughs> gizmondo no, one swan <laughs> <laughs> I quite like Wonder Swan as a oh, name. What was Wonder Swan? <laughs> Some obscure American console. It sort of had quite a bit of life to it, the Wonder Swan. It was like one of the early colour yeah. gaming systems. I think it had a Final Fantasy. Yeah, there were some ports of Final Fantasy. There was a, a number of things. Engage is actually quite a cool name in its own way. <laughs> oh, because of Picard. <laughs> <laughs> no, not just because of Picard. Engage. Engage. Hmm. Team. Yeah. Oh, great. 
What? Because, <laughs> of course, 360 what? makes absolutely no sense, and it's completely no, pointless. But it's but... a nice... The circle is kind of a nice brand, doesn't it? It's, yeah. It's, uh, I can see what they were going for with the circles. But actually, the name Xbox is a bit irritating, because it's like... Yeah. It was released near the GameCube time, so it's <laughs> like, I wonder if a Microsoft guy just sort of looked at the GameCube and thought, right, well, this <laughs> is a bit cooler than this. Let's call it the Extreme Box. No, <laughs> well, the X comes from DirectX, <laughs> so they, it's just a box that runs DirectX. That's <laughs> literally what it is, isn't it? No, it was like... Pretty much. They were doing a brainstorming session, and the guy was was like writing down a list. Uh, it like, like it had GameCube at the top, where it's fit into like Game and Cube, and then they'd start writing stuff. And it was like, okay, we got Cube, we got Box, we got, and then he was just like, okay, I'm waiting for other ideas to come out of the game. I'm just gonna write an X here in the meantime. Oh wait, Xbox, yeah, <laughs> that sounds all right. Yeah, they're generally pretty shit. I mean, Sony are like, you know, they've only made one console, really, and they just, like, in terms of naming, and they've stuck with it, which is kind of fine. One thing that they have succeeded with with Xbox is, like, Americans, especially, I don't know, maybe I'm generalizing, but you you can say play Xbox. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but. But you don't say play PlayStation. I'm after playing some X, <laughs> some Xbox. You know, you say that, or or I'm to play well, with. Yeah, I suppose but people don't say that with PlayStation. Play PlayStation. It sounds a bit funny. Yeah. So play play. <laughs> I'm gonna play me some Xbox. It's my turn on the sex box. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know. This is racism again. <laughs> I don't know. But yes. I think yeah, not very many good names for consoles, but it doesn't seem no. to matter. Well, no, of course, because they're still awesome. But, Mega you know, Drive. Although it was called the Genesis in America. Which it? are both kind of cool. Both kind of cool. Sega have the right idea. <laughs> yeah, Dreamcast, Mega Drive. Master System is a bit shit. That's a bit but, lame. But that was that actual, a bit shit as well. Master System was a bit shit, though, so mm-hmm. it kind of fits it. Game Gear, yeah. Game Gear is a bit shit. Well, the Master System was, was supposed to be shit, because it was designed as a shit version of the Mega Drive. It was. I think it was, it was that way version, around. yeah. yeah. I think so. I think, it was, it did, I think it did come first, but it was the main. Mega Drive is kind of cool. Because at the time, Mega was a decent word to use. Mega! Yeah. And Genesis was cool, and the portable Genesis called the Nomad was kind of neat. That makes sense as a name as well. And the Saturn was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, Sega got it right. Sega. Everyone pay attention to Sega. <laughs> pay attention to the one company that completely failed yeah. in the marketplace. <laughs> the one company. <laughs> yeah, but in the console race, I suppose. Mm. The major player that has completely shouldn't have failed. Dreamcast was awesome. I sound like Keith Apicary. Remember from Screw Attack? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> So anyway, Zach, what have you been playing? Now I've had time to think and remember. Good. Did I I stall enough for you? You Well, we all did. That was some good stalling. Cheers. We didn't talk about New York Race at all, anyway. (laughs) It doesn't need talking about. No, it doesn't. I'll I'll probably probably get round to playing that again at some point in the future. That's because I keep mentioning things. Whenever I mention stuff, you go and play all the old games. You don't have any new material. But I don't think I've played New York Race again for a while because then I'd have to get out my joystick and stuff. Oh, Will true. it run on 7 as well? That's also the other question. I mean, it didn't seem to have any much problem running on XP, so... It'd be uh, alright with, yeah. with a dual analog stick, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just buy an Xbox controller. Probably wouldn't need a dual analog. <laughs> yeah, well, a single analog. <laughs> Anyone who plays PC games needs an Xbox controller these days. These days, you do. Ooh. It's only for stuff like Super Meat Boy and things, you know? Yeah. It's kind of vital. Play on keyboard. Okay, yeah. now we can talk and, about and, that. And racing games. I prefer generally. You and ra- yeah, definitely racing games. You can't play keyboard and mouse for that. But you can, if you have a steering wheel, then you're right. Well, yeah, which I do. Yep, yeah, which I do. We all do, don't we? 
Oh, I've got the 360 wheel, which I can now which hook works. up to the PC. But now let's ah. talk about Meat Boy. Meat Boy, again. Meat Boy. <laughs> Enthusiasm. Hooray! <laughs> yeah. Love that game. Because after Dan went, was talking about it... <laughs> you went and played it? I went and played Yeah. I basically finished A-plusing all the normal levels. Like I did. Yeah, like you yeah. did to finish off for A-plus. Mainly because mainly I'd forgotten that you have to A-plus them to unlock them in Dark World. That's right. <laughs> so I would have needed to do that anyway yeah. in order to continue my Dark World run. Yeah, you do. And then I got, I'm up to like 14 or something in Hell Dark World now, which means I did about three since the last time I talked about it, because goddamn they're getting ridiculous. <laughs> You're doing the Hell ones? Yeah. Have you done all the way up to Hell then in Dark World? Yeah, well, wow. I've skipped a couple. Oh, okay. And I've skipped a couple in hell because their stuff get really stupid. But as I met, I probably mentioned before, to unlock the Dark World ending, you only need to do a certain number of levels in Dark oh, World. So you don't Rather have to than get the them light all. world where you have to just get to the end. You have to do all five in, in the end. Right. And then it unlocks the boss. As in Dark World, you just have to do a number of Dark World levels and it unlocks the boss. Right. Oh, I see. So you can take your pick across the entire game. Yeah. Than... So are there Dark World versions of bosses that aren't? No. Right. Just this end one. Thank God. Just this one Dark World boss. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> Which boss is going to be doomed, probably. So how many do you need, out percentage-wise, out of out of all the levels to have cleared in Dark World? I can't remember how many it is. I think it's 80, 85 to unlock it. 85%? No, 85 levels. Oh. Out of 105, there must be. So about 85%. About 85%. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not quite. Not quite, but close enough. Hmm, okay. So how far, how many have you done? Is there like a count? <laughs> I don't know. There, there is, but I haven't looked at it. it must well, I guess if you're, up to, something. if you're up to hell, then you've only got one more world after that. Yeah. But you skip some, so... Yeah, they're getting harder now. Might have to skip more. But I think I'm at 70-something. Oh, you know, Wait, yeah. I can't be at 70-something if only in hell. That would only be... Si- no, wait. Yeah, 70-something. <laughs> that sounds right. Maths. Okay. Anything to report about any particular Dark World levels being super hardcore? Yeah, but then I'd just be describing a level, which wouldn't make much sense. Okay. <laughs> Rob will... I, I think I described to Rob one of them, where it was the Dark World version of one we, we already had problems with, the Light World one. And that's one I'm thinking I probably will skip, because it really is stupid. <laughs> and totally which insane. one is that, with the light, in the Light World? In the Light World, it, it, you have it's got one of those eyeball lasers that follow you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you have to... Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah I know the one You have about. to go round the room, pick up a key, and then it drops another key that you have to pick up on your second loop that opens oh, the door. Oh, yeah, I remember. So you have to, you have to go in a circle because the laser follows you round, and it's collapsing walls, so you have to not destroy all the walls on your route. Except now there's, like, two more keys. Yeah, except now you have to go round, like, four times, and one of the keys oh, falls right. onto a bit of collapsing platform that disappears when it lands, so you have to catch that one out of the air. <laughs> oh, the air catching the keys, that's pretty hilarious. You need to do that for the times, don't you, sometimes? Yeah. I had quite a bit of trouble the first time I was trying to do that one with the two eye lasers on the bottom level. You had to go un- under oh, and yeah, the... over the top, uh, with which had a firing rocket thing. Yeah. But it was just trying to get under the two. I couldn't get past... I could get through the hole, and then but then I couldn't get... For some reason, I couldn't work out how to get... How to carry on? No, it's because like once you work out the way to do that, the, yeah. like the casual where you like you slide up the wall and then the lasers casually hit the wall, so you can slide down and come out under them. Under it, that's yeah. all really casual. It's the way it slows down the tracking as it gets yeah. closer to you. That's the trick, to it, isn't it? Because you think it's going to move really fast. But the big problem with that level is getting the bandage where you have to go all the way to the end and then there's a switch on the ceiling and then you have to go all the way back to the start with the bandage and then all the way back. Oh again. man. <laughs> 
Yeah. And it's much harder to do the thing with the eyeballs on the back because you don't have the wall to slide up any longer. Right. This is not making any sense to anyone who doesn't yeah. play the level. <laughs> Super B-Boy is freaking sweet. Have you been playing any games that we can talk about without sounding incredibly esoteric? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. Okay. I'm, I've been playing Sky of Arcadia. Legends. Oh, yes. Why are you playing yeah, that? This is awesome. This is something you can talk about because it's something we haven't talked about <laughs> before and you can describe in detail. <laughs> Who's going to go out and play it? You have to explain how to buy this if you want to play it. Well, you you need a GameCube. Have... No, you need a you Wii. Need a Wii. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You need a controller, though. You need a GameCube controller, which I assume you have. Why but don't, if you have a Wii... Can you still use an, uh, a classic think so. controller? I think you need a GameCube controller for GameCube games. Oh. It's kind of strange. I believe. Hmm. That's kind of annoying. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, I don't think the classic controller has the same button layout. So well, no, it doesn't. But <laughs> you'd think they'd map it somehow. Maybe they don't. No, but then you'd need a game GameCube save card anyway. <laughs> so if you're going to get a GameCube save card, might as well get a GameCube controller. Where do they save the save games on the way to to memory? Internal. Isn't Can it? it not do that with GameCube? No. no. Why? Because they need the GameCube card for some reason. <laughs> they haven't emulated it inside. Right. I think it's because the Wii is basically mostly GameCube hardware. Yeah. So they didn't bother emulating it because it's <laughs> the same hardware. <laughs> right. But that means that you need a GameCube memory card in order to play Wii games and save them. Which is uh, a shit name. GameCube games on the Wii and save them. <laughs> Which is also a shit name. <laughs> Wii? We didn't really talk about Wii, did we? Being the most ridiculous I, I said it was Yeah, that is it. Yeah. Oh, well, not paying attention. Not paying attention. Anyway. I anyway. suffer from short-term memory loss. Yeah, you do. Woo. You suffer from writing down tags while we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? Skies of Arcadia Legends, Legends, which is the update to Skies of Arcadia on the Dreamcast. Which Dreamcast is, was awesome. Which is, version is better. a very old JRPG. Yeah, and an awesome one by Sega. How old is it now? It's like a decade, isn't it? I can't remember. We looked at the box. It was like, like 2003, 2003 yeah. For the yeah, GameCube no, not, not far off. Yeah, so it'll be a, at least a year or two. Yeah. I think it was three. It said copyright 2000, comma, 2003. So yeah. does that mean it came out in 2000? Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. 2000 okay. for the Dreamcast and then 2003 for the GameCube. That probably makes sense. That would make sense. Yeah. Would so make it's sense. over a decade old in theory. <laughs> yep. That doesn't... I mean, Half-Life is 98 and that's pretty much <laughs> So Anyway. So... About buying it, it is like obviously you can't. You have to get it used. Obviously, can't buy it new. Well, I mean, you can't, you, this is going to be the same for any game you get at this point, really. Yeah, <laughs> it might be the incredibly rare copy which is sealed and will cost you a bomb. Well, yeah, there was one on, on when I looked on Amazon. There was like collectors, and then just regular. <laughs> it was like, okay, I don't need a collector's version, obviously, as long as it plays. Yeah, so I went on there and purchased. And then it turned up the next day, which was pretty impressive for yeah. some random used seller packaging it up and getting it in the post and then getting it there. Impressive. First class. Maybe he just lived up the road or something. <laughs> don't know <laughs> where, it, where it was coming from. So, got that. And then started playing it. Unfortunately, I have have a really inconvenient setup with where, I, where my parents' Wii is in comparison to their TV. Because obviously it doesn't matter when you're using a when you're using a Wii controller because it's wireless. Because it's wireless, but they have their Wii above the television, so the GameCube controller's cable just goes straight down in front of it. <laughs> it's like this is really convenient. So you have to sit like a proper child and put in like a yeah. I have like to sit cushion. on I have to sit on the like footstool that goes the part of our couch. That's like quite possibly the worst setup to play an, R- an RPG. In. <laughs> yeah, it's 
bloody awful. But yeah, totally worth it, clearly. <laughs> so I've been playing that, which is a game about air pirates. Let's discuss physics. <laughs> <laughs> so how does it compare to more modern RPGs? Is there anything changed in RPGs in like 10 years? Not really. No. <laughs> well, RPGs are moving away from the JRPG sort of format. Yeah. The As we'll probably format. be discussing soon. There's a few around still, like... Um, Golden Sun still follows fairly traditional form. Yeah, but that's just the third. That was the sequel to. That was just following on for an old game. And obviously, Lost Odyssey did, and I think Dragon Quest still pretty much follows the old style. So they're still about, just not quite in the severely huge names that we expect, like Final Fantasy. <laughs> I mean, Space Arcade did stuff different, or tried to anyway, with its weird spirit points system. Yeah. Although that's really only like another form of magic points, I guess. It does try and make things a bit complicated at times, that game, doesn't it? Because every character has magic points and you have a team spirit point level and using magic uses both. <laughs> yeah, but it always only uses one magic point and then some number of spirit points. Yeah. So that's how it makes it. The spirit it points are in a bar, whereas magic points are just a number you can see. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a character. The spirit points is from your whole team and then depending on their spirit stat will or whatever it is you get more of those at the start of every turn and then you can focus to build them up extra ones so when you do focus move does that give you just spirit points yeah right which is great because it just looks like the characters are clenching really hard (laughs) (laughs) yeah somehow that that helps the other players (laughs) (laughs) yeah if I clench really hard, you'll be super strong. We'll use that in a fight. <laughs> Just on the street while I'm sitting there going, Go Zach, get him, I'm ready. Allows <laughs> you to use the super move of some kind. And then on top of that, you've got ship battles. Well, yeah, ship battles, air pirates, flying around. It's interesting because they're kind of like normal fights, only you have to do things when it tells you to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not exactly like normal fights. You have to crew your ship, don't you? Yeah, so later on. Time. Right, that's later on, is it? Because at the start, you don't have a crew. You just I mean, the four characters in your team is like you do four actions per turn, and then obviously the actual stats of your characters do affect slightly the ship capabilities. So if you have a crew, and only the four characters in your team can do stuff, what are the crew doing? Well, then the crew on the bigger ship later on, they're mm. doing all the other shit that he's doing. Although, of course, some of it does make sense, right? Like, I'm going to choose which cook I have, and that's oh, somehow yeah. going to affect my ship. It affects stats. the battles, because it affects the morale, presumably, if you have better food. Yeah, I think, I can't remember what the stat bonus for having the <laughs> going into a fu- You go into a fight thinking, this could be my last days, but at least I had some fucking awesome salmon. <laughs> <laughs> salmon. Air salmon. Air salmon. Yeah. yeah. Is there fish in the air? Yeah, flying know. fish all over the place. And of course, in order to catch them, you just run into them. <laughs> Don't need to fish for them. And then it goes ding ding ding, and a little counter comes up that tells you how many fish you just ran. Fish get. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Although they don't, they don't seem. Fish I can't are. remember what they're for. I think you can like use them as miniature health potions, and they they probably do crap all, or at least the shitty fish do. That you find at the start. They're probably like one health point or something. I've never called that. I wouldn't really want to go to a restaurant and order the shitty fish. <laughs> but then you can you can sell them for cash as well. So obviously the more rare ones that you collect, sell them for money. They're like just free gold just floating around. Well, it's really... This is the... I think the main problem with Skyrim is everything is really slow to do. Like, 
animations and just everything. It's like when you're flying around catching the fish and this hit you, like charge into them at maximum speed, and, like, ding, 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 and then you're, you then you stop, and then you have to rotate really slowly, 180 degrees, to line up to hit them again. It's like ah, oh, this takes forever, and then a random battle starts. <laughs> yeah. Again, a lot of like. RPGs did that, didn't they, when they just made the shift to 3D? Or a lot of 3D games in general, actually, thinking about it, like where they make you sit through the character animation before you can continue. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Mario Party. Mario <laughs> uh, Party is the worst. But that's just a bad thing. But Skyrim Arcade just seems opinion. like, more often than not, it's just like the animations are going too slightly too slow. It's like everything takes just a little too long, like climbing up a ladder. It's like, you're taking really small steps. Oh, especially <laughs> the insane ladder. Oh yeah, the ridiculously long ladder in your starting town that just climbs for like an entire minute. <laughs> just all the way. And then there's nothing up there. It's like a tiny little rock. <laughs> and then you climb that down again. I've wasted my time. And you don't even have an awesome, like, grab the size of the ladder and slide down oh, super slide. quick animation or anything. That seems to be fairly standard. Although, although from that height, now. you would break something. <laughs> well, they'd have, you know, you'd stop or something. Because there's poles. There's, there's like pole, fireman's poles that you can slide down. <laughs> that far. Oh, that's that's on fire. Yeah. They're, uh, they're pirates. They have like cameras or something. It's, it's like a wooden ladder. So yeah, no, it's made of wood. <laughs> it you don't know that. <laughs> it's kind of brown. It's brown. I don't mean anything. Blurry textures help. Yeah, exactly. They can be made of whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> Brownium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> special <Yeah>. metal <laughs> and then um, or, or worse it could be rusty iron ah <laughs> 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 my hands yes that's possibly yes but then, then there was a particularly bad example of incredibly slow animations is like during the battle scenes it has sort of positional elements where like attacks will attack in a line away from you or whatever so you can try and catch enemies as they wander around the fight and generally, it's like all the melee characters sort of wander up to each other and then stand there, fake attacking and blocking while you before the actual commands happen. So it looks like an actual sort of fight, oh. like before you actually do your one attack for turn. It looks like you're doing other stuff <laughs> in the background. So that all the melee characters walk up and all the range characters back off. Apart from when they don't, because for some reason, occasionally your rage characters will just decide, I'm going to do a melee attack today, and then they just run away up the enemy, hit them, and then start backing off again. <laughs> Which is kind of dumb. But the, the slowest animations is like, the walking up to people, like, to hit them. Hmm. That can be quite slow even with the normal characters, where it's just like, because they're, they're basically moving on a square, invisible square grid. So it's like, they have to move into the free spot that's adjacent to the thing they're attacking or whatever. But in case, there was this one time maybe in the fire, in the fire temple, actually, the fire temple. <laughs> of course. Oh, it was the Salamander, of course. <laughs> fire breathing Salamander, I mean, what else? But they move so incredibly slowly. It takes them like five seconds to cover one square. And it's like, I can see this Salamander, which had walked up to one of my, one of my rage guys in the background. And then when the guy whose turn it is does their animation, Anything that's standing next to them backs off, so it clears the view, basically, so you can see them do whatever their animation is. So I saw that she does her attack, the salamander backs off, and then it's like, oh no, he's going to walk towards her again, isn't it? Really slowly, when it comes to his turn, it's like, oh fuck. So it's like 30 seconds of just waiting for this incredibly slow salamander to crawl up to the guy and go, Pleh. <laughs> Oh yeah, sort of like some element of real-time fights might have been helpful. 
<laughs> it's a bit too real time. It's like these salamanders remove really slow because they've well, got no, short no, it's still, limbs. still turn based, isn't it? Isn't it? Because you have to wait for it. Other stuff isn't happening while it's, <laughs> while it's casually sauntering up to murder. Yeah, I guess. It's weirdly turn based, which is why the haste spell doesn't make any sense. When you get the haste. I always loved in the old Final Fantasy games when you got haste that all their animations got double quick as well. I think it does that in this, apart from it's not, I don't think it's double. It's not so obvious. They don't jiggle insanely fast. <laughs> <laughs> Music's pretty shit though. <laughs> I have to say. Well, it's got those three different musics for the boss battle, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually has. <laughs> it's, just that, it's just that guitar lick in the background, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> the loop is really short for that danger music. Yeah. That's why you, it's like it's an incentive to not suck. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to hear this shitty music. I must succeed. I want to hear the crazy victory music. Yeah. Has that got a longer loop? Yeah, just... it's quite a bit longer. Oh, yeah, and, it does. And it? then also, it's like there's the three different versions of the boss battle music for when you're doing good or shit or normal. Mm. And then there's also like all of the characters actually have three different animations for when you finish the fight. So they have like the full health animation, the sort of damage animation, and then the oh shit, I've got no health left animation. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a first because, you know, pretty much every other RPG around the time actually probably still tends to have the same one <laughs> success. Yeah. In. But then again, in some cases, like if you're looking at Final Fantasy Thirteen, well, they're not really a success animation; they just put their weapon away. <laughs> well, and also in Thirteen, once you finish the fight, you got your health back. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't actually matter. <laughs> so yeah, that's guys right here flying around space pirates. Well, not space pirates, air pirates. Space pirates. And As makes... I was just saying, there's no need for the qualifier of air because presumably <laughs> every pirate in that world is an air pirate. There could be land pirates. There is enough land theoretically. There's a really, really big island. Well, there are some fairly big. Yeah, I suppose Bali was quite large, and there's the desert that was pretty big. But pirate generally conveys well, run very far. a boat, a yeah, boat, land... or sea going, <laughs> <But> then... <laughs> some kind of I don't know navigation. Unless they've introduced like film piracy. <laughs> <laughs> don't <laughs> think there's pirates. any film piracy. Is there a pirate bay? There's a pirate island, which is where you start. Yeah. So I guess there's, no, there's not really a bay. Like you can't really have a bay in the sky as such. Oh, it would be like an alcove. Really <laughs> yeah. Pirate alcove. <laughs> <laughs> but the physics of the world is also always hilarious to... Because everything's so, in the sky and floating. Yeah. For no reason. It's like rocks, just... It's, and it's, it would make more sense it's if like it was more physics. consistent. You know, there's those oh, what, the, flying like, rocks. Stupid unobtainium repulsions. Something to do with magnetics. Something, yeah, the unobtainium. <laughs> Why aren't they mining there? Why do they have to mine, mine under the tree in Avatar? Because that's not floating. There can't be that much unobtainium under there. Well, maybe they put a slightly worried about the health risk of mining the thing that's keeping the floating islands up. <laughs> yeah, that probably wouldn't go well for you. Mm. It's like, yes, we got it. Oh shit! Well, <laughs> I'm but, falling very fast. But what if you mined it out into a container that was attached very firmly to the island, and then just go, and then right Dink. at the end, once you've mined out everything you want, you just go ding, and it goes bloosh. <laughs> yeah, that's quite destructive. Yeah, but I mean, not that that film wasn't quite destructive. <laughs> exactly, in the film was really done. So I like it. yeah. The floating... Sorry, I like it. I don't like it. <laughs> it was... Inception is like so much better, well, like, it is, unbelievably better. Man, right. but the, the whole that idea of cool. floating islands in Skyrim wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't so inconsistent. Because it's like floating islands 
the like continents and the places where people live, they appear to be perfectly still. And then you've got the rock reefs, which are like floating rocks that you know buy away. Apart from they move around all the time. <laughs> Except for the fact they sort of move around all the time in place. Yeah, it's but like somehow rocks that are moving around don't seem to not make a much of a wall. You know, if they, if they were moving around as much as they appear as you're flying past, <laughs> surely they'd be fucking everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> but then that's another. One. Are they orbiting? Like an asteroid belt. No, they're not orbiting anything, or themselves even. It's just a wall of rocks. They're jiggling. Yeah, they're just jiggling backwards and forwards slightly. Hmm. Maybe they're attracted to each other in some brownian motion style. (laughs) Possibly. Wow, 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 wow. One doesn't explain why they just end sometimes. And it also, it's like giant air waterfalls that block you off. Don't know where those come from. Just assume that it's like some kind of extreme rain system or something. Mm. It's never really explained. Pressure, pressure, pressure. And then you can get your, later on, you get, like, the capability to go into the high sky and the low sky. Where it's like... So is the world like a gas giant? <laughs> well, or do they not bother to explain? Not that they need to, really. Well, right toward, like right at the last bit of the game, you do go into the really deep sky where you get your super high-pressure hull or whatever for your ship and you go down there. And there does appear to be some kind of brown shit at the bottom. And then you're, like, you're using a giant grappling claw to pick the shit out of this stuff. And it's like, it's clearly some kind of the not. Core. Yeah, it's clearly some kind of denser material, but it's not specified whether it's land or whether it's just really dense air or something. Don't actually know. Don't really care. You wouldn't really <laughs> want to stand out there because you'd be under pressure. Yeah, you'd be crushed because. Crushed depth. For some reason, you you can survive in quite a varied amount of air in the bit that, that even just the normal ships can fly in, mm-hmm. considering. Although there is, it's like such a defined line, it's some weird, really weird density. <laughs> like water, where it's like at the bottom, it just suddenly changes into this much denser layer. Who knows? Some weird, weird place. Full of floating rocks. So you're going to continue playing that? Yes, that should only take 60 hours. Which <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could be playing, like, I don't know. Two days. <laughs> Two days, yeah, that won't take long. <laughs> Two days is about sixty hours into two days. <laughs> well, I think my actual save, my save at the end of the game is actually before sixty hours, but then my continued after the end of the game save is sixty hours or so. Three days you could do sixty hours if you were yeah dedicated enough. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to get access to the television for that long. Oh yeah, yeah, that is a bit. Of a you problem, probably couldn't stand sitting on your shit. <laughs> that too. For that long. I could grab the stupidly large CRT that's just sitting around outside my room again and plug my GameCube back into that, which is what I used to do. It's probably a good idea. But then I'd have to find space to put that giant TV in my room. It'd only be temporary, though. Yeah, but that's the problem. It would only be temporary. It's like effort versus long-lasting effects. Have you still got that shitty Sony television? You mean the giant CRT? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There you go. It, it really is giant. It's like I can barely lift it by myself. Wait, wait, then you had that Sony port. Oh, you mean the little yeah. GDC? I don't know uh, that no okay. <laughs> It's not really, yeah, but anyway, you could do it. I could do it, but I'd probably just continue playing on the Wii while, I've got, while I'm taking breaks from doing other shit. Play us. Like, you know. <laughs> Play it, tell us more, comment on its crapness in places. Has <laughs> everyone likes like a good red? Other shit like the stupid. Worm and Monday Night Combat situations. You got anything to talk about those? 
I don't know. We can talk about Mojo Combat again, but I don't know if there's much more to say about it. Other than it was quite interesting when they did the update and everything died. <laughs> well, that was pretty weird. What happened? Well, well, all the servers went offline simultaneously when the update happened. Oh. I think that's because most of the servers are yeah. still hosted by, you know, Damn. hosted by not very many companies or whatever. Yeah. So there's only a few random new servers that have appeared since they allowed you to make your own server. And they didn't really come back for a while. <laughs> well, they did. It's just we didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> so we didn't quit in order to find out that it updated. Not for some time, anyway. No. And then I've been having stupid connection problems with it, which are apparently to do with the BT Home Hub, but I'm not sure. Because they... It's, it's like it says you have these connection problems if you're on the BT Home Hub, and it shows a video of, like, this is exactly what I'm looking at, yes, that looks like what's going on. And it's like, but it can't be the Home Hub, because sometimes it works. Which is really strange. It's like, I can just have it where I log into a server, and it, it works perfectly fine for ten seconds. And then everything stops, to, like, receiving data, so everyone just walks off in whatever direction they were traveling. They were moving before it cut. And then, and then, then it's like, so you quit, it doesn't even realise that you're disconnected or whatever. And then you disconnect, and then you join another server, and it works for 10 seconds, and then it does that again, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then you quit and restart the game, and then sometimes it just does it again, and then sometimes it just randomly starts working. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is, this bug doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I have the same problems I have with Monday Night Combat that I have with Team Fortress, which <laughs> might be more of a, um, a reflection on my connection, is that, it's <laughs> true. The um, as in the the first couple of times I played it, I seemed to get pretty much faultless performance. You know, it seemed okay. But the last couple of times I played, there's been so many "what the fuck just happened" moments, and it's just like becomes quite frustrating quite quickly. Well, you like were saying... grapples that don't connect and the ridiculous lag ping grapples, which are hilarious when they happen. <laughs> like um, uh, there's these enormous robots called Jackbots that we've talked about before, but um, they have this move where they punch the ground and a shockwave comes out that pushes everyone back. Um, except the fact that if you get your grapple to connect just before it does the ground pound, the ground pound still happens, pushing you away, and then the grapple happens, meaning that the bot is then pulled towards where you got flown away to. <laughs> so the bot sort of, sometimes you have this mysterious grapple animation in midair. <laughs> <laughs> looks pretty funny. That happened um, as well when I was uh, assassin, uh, an assassin grappled me and then for some reason we pinged outside the level <laughs> just sort of so she grappled killed me and then fell to her death which counted as my kill <laughs> which was quite funny yeah and I had a ridiculous uh, when I was actually lagging instead of it just being a like lag conversation around, when my ping was ridiculously huge I like got hit by a grapple <laughs> And, like that didn't kill me that knocked me backwards off a ledge but then I'd already pressed the gravel battle, gravel button because I was going to counter grapple so I fell off the ledge and then went whoop and then suddenly reared on top of the ledge and grappled because <laughs> of my thing that was a pretty ridiculous bit of lag conversation the other thing I still don't get is I still don't fully understand the class balance because there are some classes that are well, I don't know. It has, I have the same problem with it that I do in TF, and this was probably connection related, is that when I'm using, they do fuck all damage. Yeah, as soon as one, any, anyone comes up to me, it's like, oh, I'm dead immediately. And it's just like, how did they do that? It's like the tank's jet gun is a great example of that. It's like, it seems to be effective against bots, but I use it against anyone, and I mean any player. And I'm sitting there for ages going, Grind the health off, grind the health off. Oh, they've turned around, oh, buggered now. And this is supposed to be the close range character. It's like, I don't understand how you, 
how the balance makes their close rangeness actually work. And their fucking railgun does bugger all damage to everything. I don't know, the railgun sometimes does fairly good damage. Because it is like... But it's incredibly precise and the game is far too fast. <laughs> yeah. You do have you do have to like implement some of your sniper skills yeah. to be able to actually hit. There's no bit. zoom. And it's yeah, like, uh... and it also doesn't exactly fire where the dot is. Yeah, which is also slightly annoying. It sounds like the the railgun in Quake. <laughs> yeah, sort of. The railgun, that well, the railgun in Quake was, was effective because it was difficult to use and insta kill pretty much. <laughs> oh, I see. But this isn't. This isn't. This is a chipper. Yeah, That's you can take fun. down like the weakest classes in like three hits. When you actually hit them, yeah, that's the problem. And almost everyone must be using the health power ups as far as I can tell, <laughs> yeah, because it takes, it takes quite a lot longer to kill them than you expect half the time. And the jet gun is really annoying to use. I can, I, I don't, I think the one or two times I've actually bothered to play flight tank, I never <laughs> used it. It's because I'm too, de- I'm always defensive, so it's like mm. even when I'm playing tank, I'm still holding back quite a long way, so I'm never actually in close range combat. Yeah, and I still don't quite get the point in deploying. No, it's not like the, it makes your guns more powerful, but they're just they're such a target. Yeah. I mean, it's not like where the gunner one where he gets the face shield at level 3 or whatever. Yeah. Like it actually gives you some protection against snipers. Which makes a bit more sense. But... I suppose for the tank, you could, like... Hide round a corner. Yeah, for, sort of... for bot for the bots, the, the like bot grinding yeah. when they're coming, like in the in that level where there's the two walls that are parallel and they come through in a in a right angle. It's, it's only useful on defense because I tried using it when I was attacking on a couple of levels. I hid around a corner where guys kept coming out and they kept walking into my jet gun until the assassins got wise to it and would just sit behind me shurikening me. And it's like, well, if I, as soon as I come out of the deployment, I'm just going to get grappled and I can't turn around enough to take out the assassin. And it's like. Because you can't turn all the way around while deployed. Can you? No. Yeah. You have a limited range. Oh, yeah, of... I guess that would make sense. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck now, aren't I? And it's like, it's a bit irritating. Well, just cut out of the de- deployment and jump yeah, immediately. Just mash the jump button. Yeah, but giving the lag conditions <laughs> well, I don't know. and my luck, it never works. Don't know which one would win in lag conversations for that. Probably the grapple, given what we were just talking about. Well, it depends if they're shooting, if they're, like, too busy shooting you. Or wait for them to reload. Anyway, details. Yeah. You're pretty fucked, basically. Yeah, I think the only reason to use the deploy on the gunner with the jet gun is if you get on the upper ring when their money ball is down, so you can just shoot it with the jet gun from up there for extra damage. Yeah. It's, like, the only time it's actually got a reason for use. I just don't get the... And the gunner I have the same problem with as well, is that when I seem to be using it, you spin up your gun, bullets spew everywhere, no one really gets particularly hurt unless they're right in front of you. I, you know, halfway, you know, when I, and then I'm coming up against them, they'll kill me in a few, in like a split second from halfway across the level, and I'll be like, how did they do that? Get the accuracy endorsements on. I guess. I think that's why I have all my gunner set up, but I haven't really played it, of course. It would make more sense. But then again, you almost need reloading clip sizes, gunner. Well, maybe not clip size as much. If you had the reload, anyway. Depends. Oh, yeah. Endless view. <laughs> Depends how you want to play it. But that's the whole tactics. I think that's the problem with the game, is that a lot of the endorsement combos just don't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, or there's almost no reason for having some of them. Yeah. I would. I do wonder if some of those guys... Cause I, keep, we, I keep saying that when we're playing on some servers where it's like... You, some people are more aware of like how to actually win 
where like the people who constantly go for the ejectors sometimes on certain levels that works really well. Yeah. And anyone who actually realizes that you can buy juice and does that a lot, that can totally overwhelm people. Freaking fire bases, I think they're overpowered. <laughs> they probably quite, are quite significantly because it's not like TF where there's a good way of taking them out well the only real good way of taking out a fire base is with another support airstrike because that will take out in one shot yeah true <laughs> but Just of like course there are some parts of the level where it's really difficult to get past the fire base without dying and then get into a position where you can take out the support guy that's just camping healing it <laughs> that's what that's I do like, oh yeah and it's just that is an almost impossible situation to get out of and it's that that's a kind of a bounce suck I think Firebase is especially one of those things where if, you, if you're not just going to try and airstrike it, you probably might have to coordinate. Because you can do it with, like, say, a sniper and an assault. If you've got grenades and sniper rifle fire, and maybe a flak if the sniper is close enough. It's not that effective. It's not that effective, but it does do enough damage. They if you can, can they, Yeah, as I say, they can heal it faster than you can And with the it. assaults like bouncing grenades, sometimes you can hit the guy behind the turret. Yeah. If you're lucky. And it does splash damage when it hits the turret, so... Mm. I mean, they're... But it's still... Maybe fire bases do need some kind of nerf. I'm not sure what kind, though. Health, probably. But then they probably die too easily. Anyway. It depends, depends where you heal them. Anyway, <laughs> details. How do airstrikes work in the fiction of... That game. <laughs> well, they sort Whatever of, fiction there is. Well, do you know what I mean? The like setup. Airstrikes, do they? they? They do fall vertically, but there's just basically a big indicator on the floor that then explodes. Yeah, it's basically is. It's probably orbital. <laughs> there's no aircraft flying over them. So no, it's just like an artillery. Really blimps either. <laughs> blimps. Yeah, you know, like like sporting events sometimes have a Goodyear blimp. Well, they have their. That scoreboard thing in the middle that fires the annihilator beams off it. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe it comes from that. But then it wouldn't come vertically. <laughs> Unless it went up first or something. <laughs> like those javelin missiles from yeah. uh, Call of Duty. You fire them up and then they go beep! And then, and then kill something. Those are real, of course. Yeah. They really do work that It's because the tanks have like weak armor on the top, supposedly. <laughs> supposedly. They probably change that yeah. if they start making yeah, yeah. Don't design weak points into your vehicles. Put armor <laughs> everywhere. Well, yeah, it makes them too heavy. Then. You have to have the strongest armor on the front. They'd make the engines bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think this is going to work. You'll just end up with a Death Star. They already have a massive jet engine in the back of them, the, the American ones. The gas turbine power. Chunder, 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 chunder. Chunder, chunder, Not that they vomit everywhere. What's the tank driving music from 2142 that you used to make whenever you got in a tank? <laughs> That's that's Final Fantasy Tactics, though, isn't it? That music. Oh, did it come from somewhere? Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. I think it's when you're in the menu selecting your characters and stuff. It goes. It's more like Rob's interpretation of the music from Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Yeah, because he heard that a lot when I was playing that game. Yeah, because he used to play on the Game Boy Player on. On the cube. Yeah, and because I spent a lot of time in menus, of course. Dun, dun, the the dun, Game Boy dun, ga- player on the cube actually made it into a cube. Because it's not a cube, is it? It cube? was more cubular. <laughs> made it more cuboid. Yeah. I prefer cubular. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So... Cubular and cubular. <laughs> cubular bells. Is that it for you then, Zach? Bong. Yeah, just the worm stuff. I haven't really been doing much in that. That's of interest. Did you make your fence? Yes. Wait. When did I last say I was making a fence? <laughs> Not on the podcast. Oh, okay. You told me you were making a fence and that it took friggin' hours. It did. I made a fence. 
Does it the fence was made. Stuff out. Or Did people have in? people not involved jumping? <laughs> no, no jumping. Actually, there is literally no jumping or like, climbing. There is climbing, apart from it's just like a toggle. You push the button to go into climbing mode, and then you can walk up any in any incline. It just <laughs> your stamina really fast. It's hilarious. <laughs> but you can't walk over climbing. the fence. No. <laughs> so what are you doing now, just to keep griefers out? Basically, apart from if they were any kind of but hardcore guy, they can still knock down fences. Mm. I don't have the actual physical the strength that I don't have enough strength to knock down fences yet. Would it be really inconvenient if I ever want to upgrade my wooden fences to stone fences? Because I can't actually get rid of these wooden fences yet. <laughs> you can't upgrade them. You have to no. You have to them demolish down. them and then rebuild. Presumably, you might need more strength to move the stones. To well, not really. You can move stones relatively. I build a well. Can you just build an outer wall? Have it like a concentric castle? Well, that was what I was thinking of doing. Mainly because I've foolishly built my compound exactly ten spaces wide. And I, I really should stop doing that in games where you're building anything that's square. Because if you build something that's an even number wide and then you want to put something in the middle of it, you're fucked. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so you have to remember that you should use odd numbers. Which is what, because if I wanted to, like, turn my house into a deed, which basically is another layer of protection against people stealing your shit, basically. Apart from it costs quite a lot of money, in-game money, to, to like, maintain your deed. Right. But you put you put down the deed token in the middle, and then it's a certain number of squares from either side of that middle square. So it's always an odd number width. And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Built my fence ten squares wide. Well, so it's, all, it's always odd numbers isn't yeah. it, in the game, because you have the centre bit and yeah. it's a spread. The centre square, and then it concentric rings out from that. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but even numbers are just so much better. <laughs> <laughs> but that means you'd have to have even number stuff inside. Or if you had an, if you built an even ring... Then you'd need even number stuff to go inside. If you had an odd number, you'd need odd number stuff to go inside. <laughs> I mean, it's only critical for that one middle square. That's the important square. One. <laughs> number one. The power of one. Because there's no middle square on an even no. square. There's a, well, there's a middle bigger square. <laughs> yeah, but there's not a middle single square. That's true. Two squares. That's probably a middle four. But yeah, so I've been stupidly... Wow. Finish my fences and then it was basically fencing off a farm. Can you build a moat? Can you build a duck moat? You sort of could build a moat if you wanted to do a shit ton of digging because you could just terraform it. Just dig a vertical. I mean, it wouldn't actually stop people getting out because you could just climb up it. (laughs) And you couldn't fill it with water or anything like that. Oh, okay. How much stuff can you make for ducks? I don't think there are ducks in the game. There's, the nearest thing there is is a duck sound effect, and that's all you get. Quack. If you're near water during the day, you hear little cracking noises, and there's no ducks around, which is kind of disappointing. That is a shame. <laughs> also, it was really annoying, because that was like the only sound effect that would play any time you were near water, so all you got was constant quacking. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up! Yeah, there's no ducks here! Was it a rhythmic quacking as well, so it'd be like, whack, whack. Whack, whack, whack. No, it wasn't <laughs> that rhythmic, it was more like an actual, actual duck. <laughs> I was, was about to say though? that, I was going to say, what noise do ducks make? <laughs> yes, supposedly they do. <laughs> <laughs> that actually does sound like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's quite a lot like what that sound effect was. Right, just over and over. <laughs> yeah. 
really like a really loud on that one, didn't they? Like, wah, wah, wah. Really loud and angry ducks, basically. <laughs> yeah. Don't go near water, you will hear angry ducks in Although your brain. I think they did I think one of the hatches recently may have turned Sounds that like down a slightly. There, doesn't it? Angry ducks. With down, water physics. Take down those angry birds, yeah. <laughs> That'd be quite cool. Although what would you have for the underwater version of pigs? Because then you could have like a water layer, and then you'd have like the pigs above and sea something else. <laughs> Seahorses. That's an only random creature. <laughs> totally. Sea, well, well, sea pigs. What else could be made spherical? <laughs> sponges. <laughs> Devilish sea sponges. Seals. <laughs> Seals. Because that's a Pokemon. It's called sphere. Because it's round. Because it's sphere. Feel. Yeah. They've really have run out of ideas and they've got to release another 150. I can't remember what that evolves into, but it's not as funny as Seal. I'd love them if it was Seal, but it, it's actually Seal, not Seals. So, singer. so you go underwater and no. we're never going to survive. <laughs> yeah. Actually, in the original 150, there is just a Pokemon called Seal, isn't there? It's Dugong and stuff, isn't it? Dugong! No, that's what it evolves into. Really? The pre evolution is just called Seal, isn't it? I don't remember that at all. The little white, white thing. R. I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure it was. R. I know, correction the column. <laughs> can't remember. <laughs> Fuck, we can't remember every single thing, whatever. Damn, what kind of game are we? <laughs> what kind of game are we? <laughs> yeah. I think I could probably name most of the first 150, but... Go! <laughs> <laughs> don't think we need to waste any more time. <laughs> no, that'd be a waste of time. Okie dokie. So that's pretty much me done, I guess. Alright. I might have played something else and maybe it will come to me in a fort. But maybe. I had enough trouble thinking of this, so let's move on. Meantime, we're moving on to Robert Kemp. Are we? We are. Yay. What have you been playing, man? <laughs> Nothing new, really, unfortunately. I, I haven't <laughs> spread my wings. Well, other than, I think I mentioned it last time, my 18 minutes of Need for Speed. Yeah, did I think I? you did. Yeah. Well, it's entirely video. Yeah, you did talk about <laughs> that. One race. Woo! Um, but anyway, uh, most of my time is still on Final Fantasy Thirteen. To be fair, which is as you've now seen, I it's have. going fine. I seem to have entered the longest period of nothing happens. I have to say, so I mean, it's probably bad luck, but the bit that we saw was very pretty. But like compared to Skies of Arcadia and what was going on in that, nothing happened. It's Skies no. of Arcadia, like it looks shit because it's ancient, but like they were escaping and they're in a coliseum and they fought the guy and then they and then they escaped through a trapdoor and then they were on a train and then they the train got blown in half and then they got on a ship. Final Fantasy Thirteen, they're in a corridor. A very pretty corridor, and they hit running into the point. It's like for like two hours or something. To the point it actually called the area a corridor. (laughs) Oh my god! Research corridor. I cannot believe in comparison. I think it was just because we were in the exciting part of Skies of Arcadia. Maybe is it exciting like that all the time? Because that was way awesome. Stories can be quite grindy, from what I remember. It's quite annoying to get from place to place. It's going okay. The actual map, world map, where you're flying around and you get random battles. That can be quite annoying because it's like, oh god, I just need to go over here, but I'm going to have like five random battles (laughs) before I get there. But like, even the cutscenes in Skies of Arcadia, it's like, who's this random guy with this huge, massive cloak of doom and this random (laughs) womany and like, obviously you don't know about that exactly. Whereas in Final Fantasy, it was like a bit emo on the on the. There's still an awful lot of unknowns, but your hope isn't emo. That's why he's 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 a a whiny bastard child. Yeah. Well, who probably wasn't a bastard child at the time. He's just now a bastard. But Snow Snow seemed a bit emo in the flashback as well. Well, Snow's just a pansy. He's a giant pansy. (laughs) Yeah. In the sense that he's quite large and a pansy. (laughs) (laughs) He's 
That's the definition of giant. Well, you know, and, and the, the one thing we couldn't help but notice is that Final Fantasy Thirteen is again suffering from classic RPG fail in that everyone that they all wear the same costume the entire time. So it's Even like, in flashback. Well, yeah, it's like main character Lightning on her birthday is wearing her uniform, <laughs> of course. Her guardian. She's quite uniform. hardcore, so that maybe not. Uh, her guardian core uniform, which is mysteriously cooler than everyone else's guardian core uniform, of course. Because she's federal, of course. For no reason at all, she's like she's like twenty one and still a low ranking officer, and it's like, and she's the apart from Saz, Catherine, right? Um, she's like one of the oldest characters so far, as far as we know. But it is quite disturbing actually because she's twenty one and her sister Sarah is, is seems to be wearing a schoolgirl outfit. Looks about 13, 14, maybe, and right. has an awkward love story with Snow, and you're just like... And they're going to get married. This is quite <laughs> uncomfortable. And uh, Snow is, like, twice as tall as her. <laughs> yeah, it's quite hilarious. It's, it's, it's... I, I'm not sure I can get behind a paedophilia story. It's... No, it'd be pretty dramatic. Is it typical Japanese schoolgirl fetish thing going on there? Possibly. Yeah, it's just... And giant white-haired man fetish. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> With the uh, party obvious name. It's like, I'm big, I've got white hair, I'm wearing a white cloak. What do I look like? He's not what really got, blend well with. He's not really got white hair. It's just dandruff. It's <laughs> masses yeah. of it. He shakes. Although and to be fair, to, yeah, to, to try and yeah, <laughs> maybe because all he wears that hat all the time. Yeah, the bits of his hair that stick out have just gone bleached white, and he actually has like red hair or something. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be awesome. But we'll never find out because he'll never, never take, take off his hat because he'll wear that in every situation. Inside, yeah. outside. Even when he's taken prisoner or whatever, they never ruin the costumes. It's like, oh, this this cape thing you're wearing might be a bit dangerous. Or, like concealed some weaponry. Yeah, or this this guardian core giant metal shoulder pad you're wearing might be a bit dangerous. No, you can keep that. Keep all that stuff. Yeah, that'll be fine. It's yeah. I'm, 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 the story's starting to make some missteps. It's just like, well, and it was making missteps in the first place. It's still interesting in its own way because I don't know a lot of what's going on, but it's still a bit. I'm finding it hard to get behind a lot of the characters at the moment. Like, <laughs> other than Sarah's cats, right? Who's awesome? Yeah, there's yeah, there's like five that you can play at the moment. And there might be more later because <laughs> presumably. Well, and 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 I know who Sid is now. There is a Sid. That's the important. And, thing. and someone labelled as mysterious woman. <laughs> also vital. <laughs> It's not just Sid though, it's spelled with like a C, so it's less, it's not just S-I-D, is it? It'd be a bit too English. But they weren't, it was, never was. It was always spelt C-I-D. Criminal Investigative yeah. Department, or something. <laughs> investigative. Investigative. Probably just investigation. Go <laughs> <laughs> investigation dudes. Probably. <laughs> dudes. Dudes. Those, so, it's those incredibly re- relaxed policemen again. Yeah. Dude <laughs> shot on sidewalk. So that's kind of cool, but this section's oh, yeah. been going on far too long. Is the only problem, as you saw, it's like pretty much it's like it's already gone on far too long. Just... And there's been there's been plentiful cutscenes to try and spice it up, but it's just not interesting. So, as far as I can tell, they're in this kind of very blue forest. Everything about them is blue, but that doesn't seem to affect the lighting of the actual <laughs> characters because no. they look perfectly colourful, not bathed in blue light all the time. But I mean, it's very pretty forest or whatever. But it's literally a corridor. It's like um, 
I don't know, a bit walkways. like walkways, like uh, there's teased branches. <laughs> it's like, well, that looks like no, it's cold. Like in Lothlorien or in the Ewok Forest, or sort of. Except <laughs> more technological. More technical because it's got lifts and stuff. And the trees are like made of metal. It's like where they're supposed to be like training bio weapons out of <laughs> whatever that means. However, once they've become trained, they become shit. So <laughs> yeah, so the wild ones are much more, more dangerous. dangerous than like how do those wild animals survive lasers. in this ridiculous metal forest? Is the whole forest yeah, metal? The food? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Are they from the ground level and just been brought up to these these weird platforms? Presumably, they're just you know they're animals and they sort of climbed and shit. Or perhaps they accidentally used. Well, the, the militarized ones you get on the platform. Oh no, no, no we've got wild ones on yeah. the platforms now. Well, they, maybe they used a the lift. Yeah, <laughs> no, they just accidentally pushed the button and turned themselves <laughs> up there. But apparently, it's not very difficult to push the button. <laughs> Boop. And the, and the foliage the. The greenery crystal. or whatever is actually crystal blue. That's why it's so blue. But you it's a barrier, it. right? So if it, if you, you have leaves on the line, you can't. So you have Sometimes. to smash it. Yeah. Sometimes, if it's a cutscene, you can cut straight through. But otherwise, but otherwise it might we haven't off. actually been stopped by giant blue amounts of tree, except for in that cutscene which we chopped up. And also, the characters seem to jump insanely high automatically when you yeah. <laughs> even in the in the fights they can like launch a, a guy yeah. into the air and then juggle him, which is way cool actually. Yeah. As a as a fight mechanic, it's actually kind of neat. It's, it's another planet with weird gravity. <laughs> the fighting looks really cool. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's interesting. It's fresh. I think it's the music's not too bad either. The, no, the music's good. Do, 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 you don't hear it most of the time. It's like push, 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 push. All the fight sounds. Naomi in the background is giving it the thumbs up for music prowess. Really? Prowess. Oh, that's Coming good. from a classical background, that's. <laughs> it's not irritating. It's not irritating. Okay, that's no, not I'm entirely sure I agree with that. Well, it's less irritating than. Don't hear that in every single battle, though. No, no. It's considerably less shit than Skies of Arcadia's music. Having said that, I think from what I saw, <laughs> I think I'd rather watch that place guys more game. That's just me. There's not been the problem is, is that so far Final Fantasy doesn't give you many options. You mm. have to, you play it by the numbers at the moment. It's like that other bit I watch you play where it's like you you're going down the corridor. <laughs> This other part of the part of the game, just another corridor, and you come to like this mech thing, and you're like, "Yeah, let's try the mech," and then you just like walk down one corner, and you're like, "Well, we're done with the mech. <laughs> We've broken this now." It's like, okay, that was an entirely pointless mechanic to introduce. Yeah, Not yeah, even much of a mechanic. It's just like you walk up to people. Yeah, it was it was entirely pointless. But presumably that will come up again, though. Maybe that maybe the. Things you can ride later on, and slightly less like yeah, but then, bowling with walking machines. Then you'd expect it to be like a tutorial at the time, rather than a tutorial like yeah. several hours ahead of time, just in case you need to know. Although, on the other hand, it's probably a better, sort of less obvious, retarded I, RPG I, thing to have a tutorial that's not immediately before the thing. <laughs> I think the sort of like comments that it will come into its own about the halfway point will probably be true because I think by that point all the characters will come together again. Right. You only at the moment you've, you've never had control of your battle team at this stage. You're always given what characters you're allowed to use in the fight. And, How many um, can you actually and use? They, and, and they've now split up into groups of two, apart from Snow, who's on his own getting captured like a tit, and. Um, how many can you actually use at the time in the fight? Three, I believe. I personally agree with Yahtzee, though, on that point. When people say that to him, he says, no game should ever make you play for 20 hours before it gets good. It's still <laughs> all right. I, I still yeah. think it's good. Yeah. You know? 
It's not, but it'll be even better once I get to that. Okay, point. fair enough then. It's like a lot of games, you know. They reveal as as they reveal their mechanics, you get more into it, and it becomes more fun. Like I was watching the review for De Blob Two the other day. <laughs> What's on, that then? Um, a sort of a painting platformer. You control a blob who can paint the town in whatever colour he happens to be. I see. And it's like a. There are certain missions about painting it and stuff, and as you paint, it plays different musical instruments depending on what colour you are, and it's it's actually kind of cool. And there's some irreverent anti-establishment humour that you can put, but done in slapstick, which is quite seems quite entertaining. Okay. Generally, it's getting a good write-up, which is nice because the first one got I was kind of interested in, but it was a Wii game, so therefore couldn't be asked. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can't be asked to plug my Wii into my TV. But they said the same thing: is that the, the first half of the game could get tiresome until about halfway through, and then it suddenly becomes a few extra mechanics get released and the game suddenly fun factor gets rejuvenated. So like this from, is a Wii game? Yeah. No, this is a PS3 game. Oh. They've HD-ified the sequel. Oh, I see. And uh, so, it's, so it's even cooler than it was before. Mm. Um, so it might be worth a look. It's getting a, you know, for being crap season for games, you know, as it normally is at this time of the year, there's uh, something happening. Just have to wait for Portal 2. <laughs> yeah. Not long. Everyone get your twin packs of Portal 2. Save 20%. Is that right? And then actually get, like... I'm still slightly slightly sort of apprehensive about it. Where it's like... Why? I'm still not entirely convinced they could they could keep the momentum going for a full game. I think well, they can. I, don't... I think it worked for the small game because... Yeah. But I know... think they know that. That's the thing. They know why the first one worked. And so I think they, they're clever enough to know Well, I think the first one worked because of its size. And now it's no longer that size. Yeah, but they know that. It might you hooked. <laughs> so I, th- I think... I don't know. I think they'll work around. So in which that. case we'll be paying full price for a short title, which is the other worry. Well, you know? it might be too relatively short. Because I don't think it'll be short overall. But the co-op is almost as long as the single player, as far as I can yeah, make theory. out. So but there'll what... be like two campaigns almost. So like what I'm worried about campaigns. is... The idea of the, of like co-op where it's it's a puzzle game in co-op, and that means you really have to commit with you and someone else to only play with each other. Because if you're playing the puzzles you you've already done solution. again, you already know the solution. And if someone is playing with you and they know the solution, it's not fun either way. That's true. <laughs> so right. you have to say to someone else, "We're only going to play it with each other." That's actually quite a legitimate concern. I hadn't thought of that. I don't know. Because that could, that could be a shitter. Yeah, especially if it's like, you know, because obviously not everyone can make time or not at the same time. You might, <laughs> and you're, that, and you're, you want to play it because you're like, this must be awesome. It's possible. Well, that leaves me, leaves me in quite a predicament because if you two get it and then you two start playing with each other, you and, I, and I get it with Jay, but Jay is quite rush. He rushes. Yeah, he, he's, he's a rush player and he's also a little bit, well, <laughs> he can't he's a little bit like away. you and that he's not around very much or you know he <laughs> yeah. seems to not so, turn up or he, he only turns up for short periods and then yeah, he, because he, of his home life he stuffs so, everything he possibly can into those times which is yeah. where he rushes which, which leaves me the problem that, if, that if, I'm, if I'm committed to playing with him at least I'm a little bit I'll have to play to his <laughs> schedule which is yeah which which will make it shit. <laughs> but you can just play the single player while he's well if he's not there. That's the problem. Like, I'd then be playing full price for a game I'd probably only play half of. And no, feel, I'm and saying feel, and feel good about half of the game. Yeah, I'm just saying that if you made a, a, a time to do it and he wasn't available, then 
<laughs> you could just play Zigbo for that time. So like the next only, time he might be available. The only other option is to like get someone you someone even if they've already done it, just have someone be like uh, you know play deliberately as a basically an AI robot where you, you tell them what to do. Yeah. You should literally play it with Naomi. Because <laughs> she could play it. Nor does she have a PC fast enough to run it. Really? You know, you'd probably make it run on. It'll work on the Mac, won't it? It's a relatively <laughs> old Mac, isn't it? With no power, so. Never know. Like two, two years. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a pro or anything. Certainly I, well, I wouldn't the... expect a MacBook to run it that well. Portal ran pretty well on my dad's MacBook, and TF2 really didn't, so <laughs> that doesn't tell you much. But it was a top spec iMac, wasn't yeah. it? Well, yeah, that's true. Mm. Anyway. Pretty much brand new top spec iMac, so yeah, I wouldn't expect that to be too bad. This laptop might just be able to handle it, is the thing. Oh, she's here, settings. Yeah. So I you think... can play it on the laptop because you need your high settings. <laughs> I need my speed. I think the co op might still be fun even if you do know the solution because there'll be more coordination involved than just playing the single player. Even that is quite challenging towards the end, even when you know what you're doing, to do the double portal flip where you, you press you where you fire it ahead of you and then go through it sometimes you have to do that twice but with two people doing the timing it might get quite intense even when you know the solution possibly you know yes. and I can't see any... I get what you were saying the I mean... co-op solutions must be fucking mind-bending <laughs> yeah exactly I can't see any real reason to play with random people <laughs> No, no, you wouldn't do that. That would be dumb. I mean, you could do that with Left 4 Dead. Yeah, you, you can have yeah. some reliability, but that's fine. But yeah. even in our experience, that doesn't seem to be that great, to be honest, because people are idiots for some reason. What? No, I don't mean people in general. Because if you go on the Hampshire Heavies, all the people on there are fairly know what they're doing. They're pretty. But... They're pretty good guys. They're fairly talkative. They're ridiculously good, which is frustrating yeah. for me. They're freaking awesome. But... Well, you're only going to get better if you play against them. No, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work like that. They seem to be getting faster, better, faster, stronger, harder, better. <laughs> Technologic. Technologic. <laughs> There was that one time in Left 4 Dead 2 where I joined a random server and I was the fourth player. It was like three guys who were obviously in a group and then I joined as the fourth but player. But you were actually good? Well, the they were actually, they were basically doing a speed run and yeah. I I just sort of, I followed along and it actually worked, which was really bizarre. Because it's like we just literally just ran through the level non-stop and it was like, wow, this is awesome, how is this working? <laughs> <laughs> Kind of against what you should do, isn't it? Well, doesn't Left 4 Dead 2 have like area denial and stuff to stop you from doing yeah, that? Yeah, in places. Yeah, the, well, sort of. But yeah, we just like totally owned an entire story in like 30 minutes. <laughs> you think that you think they could sort of make the director a little clever in that scenario where it goes, right, they're running it, what are we going to do now? Right, I'm going to constrict the environment because Left 4 Dead 2's director could do that in places. Not that I really noticed it. In, to be I honest, yeah, they always said there was like branching, so changing routes. On the, the only one I remember <coughs> is the excuse me in the, is it the it's not the the last level, the one where you're in the actual town and you're going going to the bridge. Yeah, you're in New Orleans, literally, yeah. aren't you? The, yeah, the supposed New Orleans. At the start of that level, just after where you go past the cafe with the jukebox, the two routes into the back end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one place that I remember where it did change, no, I know, I know, it blocked it yeah, off one time. I know of that one. But you think, yeah, it would be able to sort of block off, like if it notices you're doing a speed run, to then start restricting the branches. But you go and the then, longer and, route. And then, oh, the and other then one, specials in, right in them. I guess the other one that I do remember changing is the graveyard. Graveyard. I suppose that's quite an easy one to change, because it's just a lot of squares. <laughs> yeah. 
That was pretty weird. Yeah, they could have. We sort of said this about the first one. The director could have been a little because the second one doesn't actually feel like it's directing that much, does it? It's just like in the first one, you'd sort of go, "Well, you stood around for a while." It's less noticeable. Hot time. <laughs> Whereas the the second game is pretty much hot time all the time. Yeah, it's been it's been two seconds. You deserve another horn. Yeah, it doesn't build tension in the same way in the second. No, one. it's just like hey, go have some zombies. <laughs> oh, there aren't many zombies about. Have some zombies. <laughs> I have to say, I'm not super impressed, but I haven't played nearly as much Left 4 Dead 2 as Left 4 Dead 1. No, we played fucking tons of the first We played one. loads of the first one. That was awesome when we played that on the console <laughs> and we're all in one room. Yeah, that was because we were trying to do the ridiculously hard mode and we were just like, Tell come on, we can down. do it. Yeah, we team play. <laughs> you extreme mode or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Can't be that many people that have actually managed to play that game the way it's meant to be played, with four people in one room. Well, apart from anyone with it. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, but you need two Xboxes, ideally. Like, ideally, at least. You can't play. Can you play it four four way split? Yeah, yeah. You could. You could do four four machines on. Oh no, not four way split on the same on machine. On one machine, no, you can't you, do you that. Couldn't, you couldn't do that. So you needed at least two Xboxes in the same room and two TVs. I wouldn't have said that's that rare. People who have Xboxes have friends who have Xboxes. Or people, <laughs> or people who just have a dual screen PC could have done it. Uh, that's how I we did it. Yeah. It? But um, you have to have the VGA cable. I don't know how many people do it that way. I mean, we could do it here, couldn't we, theoretically? Could uh, we? Well, yeah, run one on the telly, run one on there, and then... The, you need my... another Xbox, though. I'd have to, I'd have to bring... I can steal kippers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Anyway, but it, 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 the point is, is that a lot of households would probably have the possibility to do it. Yeah. These days. But you'd still need two machines and the hassle of dragging it about. Then again, that's that's weird. It doesn't sound like too much of a hassle for me, coming from the days where we used to get nine Xboxes into my house. Used to do it all the time, yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and nine televisions and, and, and set up a ridiculous epic Halo land. That's because you were it's like students. Party. That's uh, a different thing. You fucking missed those. They were you awesome. all had your own Xbox. So Halo, Halo 2 parties. They were amazing. Yeah, I God love that, that game. <laughs> well, I don't know if God actually loves Halo 2. <laughs> God loves that game. It's got quite a bit of violence, but you know. So, yes. That's our Valve talk over with, yeah. I think. Get that done. Get the, get the Valve fan service out of the way. <laughs> well, or criticisms. Or theoretical criticisms. Nah, I, I pay the Port 2 is going to be pretty What, what is the opposite of fan service? <laughs> is it like, if you had to like... We're, That's we're, when a, a girl is like wearing a very thick coat. <laughs> 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 That's a specific kind of fan service, right? <laughs> That's the kind they mostly mean when they talk fan service. It's like flesh, isn't it? Yeah. On display for no for no reason. <laughs> That's, That's fan service. Or isn't it just... Playing up to what the fans want from the series. Yeah, but they mean that specifically. Yeah, that's the original. So what does this need? Boobs. (laughs) Always. And bees. It's like unnecessary. bees. Bees with boobs. Oh no, this is going wrong. It's like unnecessary flesh on display from like a a character that people fancy in general, isn't it? Like Like, putting someone in a really cold environment. Normally. normally. Putting someone in a really cold environment, not worrying very much. Stuff like that, yeah. It's totally contrived and it's pointless. (laughs) But normally the only reason that people were attracted to them in the first place is because they made them where not very much in the first place. That's true. So (laughs) to do fan service, you have to do something even more extreme. What what are we going to do? Tear a bit off. (laughs) They go to... Speaking of which, there was a sort of preview video of Guild Wars 2 or whatever. Um, I I actually don't know anything about the game, <laughs> which is kind of worrying because I sh- really should because I might want to play it. But it's like one of the races is like a shapeshifter or some something, I don't know, werewolves, something like that. 
And um, they live in, like, the northern parts where it's all snowy or whatever. <laughs> northern parts of the Guild Wars world. Or in the hills. Where it's yeah. all, where, you know, winter and snow and stuff. So yeah. it's cold. And naturally, you have the women wearing... <laughs> it's like fur-lined armour. But it's still ridiculously open around the chest. <laughs> oh, so it's, like, it's got this huge open on the front. But then fur sticking out from it. <laughs> they make like, some sort of transparent material. So you can still see the boobage. But with, with, no. with some heat protection. But then, of course, everyone was like, they're werewolves, they don't need to worry about being cold, because most of the time they're a wolf. <laughs> and they have fur. How convenient. And probably they need to take their clothes off really fast. <laughs> well, the guys are super bare-chested as well. And Conan! Huge. Yeah, they are quite Conan. Yeah, but that's like, muscly guy seems to attract guys as well. Like, in Gears of War, they're all big and beefy and muscly. Yeah, that's, that's not for girls, muscle, That's freaking ridiculous, though, isn't it? In Gears yeah. of War, that's like, macho muscly rather than... I guess in, like, World of War, they are for the girls, aren't they? What do you call it macho muscle? It's steroid muscle. <laughs> yeah, it's, I guess. It's army your, muscle. Pump your arms full of saline well, muscle. Well, Cole's arms are, like, thicker than tree trunks, basically, aren't they? But he is at home on the rails. <laughs> that's true, he is. But mm. well, that's relevant, but... <laughs> <laughs> I have to get one of those in there. <laughs> home on the rails. <laughs> So yeah, Guild Wars 2, I should probably be more excited about that if I read so anything or seen anything. I don't, I don't know. As you can see, I'm wearing it probably this year. It's been a while I think it is now, this year. It? Yeah, I think it's this year. Late this year. Next year. <laughs> uh, sometime. So you got any more comments on uh, Final Fantasy? Oh, let's go back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is your segment, man. <laughs> um... No, not you. <laughs> Did you think we were including you in this conversation? About? <laughs> this is a free man show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. This is like, you can't cook. This is just your typical, just, just this way long Naomi for no reason. <laughs> yeah. We, we haven't yeah. made this particularly obvious, but she's in the room and uh, just listening in the conversation, making occasional shaky head ne- motions at our boob talk. And there's now bombarding us with wall fittings for bookshelves. Well, Zach, particularly. Okay, bombarding Zach with wall fittings. Consider him bombarded. (laughs) Fitted? Fitted. (laughs) Let's see how long Naomi's section lasts, shall we? Naomi, what have you been playing? (laughs) You might have to talk quite loudly from that distance. I've been playing um, Sonic 4. Damn, this is actual section. Come over and talk about (laughs) Sonic 4. You have to talk into the microphone. Yeah, that's, that's introducing special guest. No, I'll, go James. I'll go around the back. Okay. <laughs> and then I can still get a range of microphone. I've been playing Sonic 4. Ah, uh-huh. Sonic 4 episode 1. Yes. How are you finding it? Did you used to play Sonic games? No, I've never played Sonic games before. This is the first one I found on the Xbox. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the first <laughs> one, isn't it? She just sort of picked well, it up and said, what have you got on here? Oh yeah, well no, she picked, it's not the first one on Xbox, is it? It's the first, first 2D, one I mean. I found. Yeah, so it's the first Sonic game she found in the list on my Xbox. So you oh man, lucky you did find 2006 on there then. <laughs> so was it on the dashboard, and, and you just picked up the controller and were like, what can I do? Well, it's Sonic, it's not a silly game, so... <laughs> it has fairly easy to understand <laughs> mechanics, run, jump, get to end of level, job mm. done. I suppose. I've it... played a bit of Blur as well. Oh yeah. Well, how did you find Sonic? Anyway? Yeah, yeah. Tell us about Sonic. From, from... Sonic was fine. It's a bit irritating. It's not that intuitive if you've never played it before, but you can pick it up once. You've got one game, you've got them all. 
Mm. And some of them can be quite frustrating. When the levels. Yeah, it's like there was an episode with the cards and I couldn't do it and I got annoyed. Oh, that is pretty difficult, to be fair. Cards, is that the casino? There's a, casino there's, a, there's, level, a, yeah. right. there's a level with like an array of cards and the cards are normally like um, platforms. Yeah, perpendicular oh, to so the you screen, can jump on so them. you can jump on them, but they'll occasionally flip yeah. up and then you just fall. And there's a, yeah, and there's a whole array of them where if you fail the first couple of cards, fortunately you'll fall onto a platform and can go back and try it again. However, past a certain point, there's an endless death pit in classic Sonic style. Just um, a pit, not even spikes. Just it's just a pit. You die. Um, you yeah. die. It's an, it's and guys, wah, 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 it's really yeah. frustrating because it's ridiculously difficult. That's actually because yeah, there's no real pattern to the way they flip either, mm-hmm. and it's, so it's a little unpredictable. You have to try and stay on the top route, and if you sort of miss a jump, you'll fall down the second layer and hopefully land on a decent one. And it's uh, but if you're unlucky, you just fall all the way down. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. It's it's quite irritating. It, it's an un- unavoidable part of the level as well. Yeah. So, so there isn't there isn't another route around it. Is that how many uh, zones are there in episode one? There are four, each with three acts and a boss rush to finish. So which one's the casino? Is that the third? Second, second, second yeah. one. Okay. But you can do them in any order, can't you? Yeah, once you've played the first act. No, no. Yeah, I think there are, you unlock them in a strange order. Like you, 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 at a certain point, you get access to all of the zones. I think, but it, you have to get a certain distance in order. For, I think you have to finish the first zone, and then the rest of them open up. All right. Something like that. Okay, so you got through the first zone or whatever, Green Hill, Splash Hill, 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 something, Naked Egg. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I it's interesting. It's yeah, well, it's interesting because <laughs> as a as an, it's both a great and a bad choice for a new gamer because like um, the the controls are fairly simple for a platformer. You know, you basically only have one button you need to worry about and movement. Um, however. For Naomi's case, the urge to push that button a lot. <laughs> what jump? Um, yeah, well, because it's, it's the jump and homing also the homing attack. Oh, right. Or when you, you haven't got it. anything to home onto, just sends you forwards. Oh, right. Um, stopping your upwards motion. Mm. So often she's making jumps and then sort of getting a bit too enthusiastic <laughs> and then homing into nothingness. Yeah, it's or, like you're, you're making a jump and you're on the arc and then just as you're coming down onto the platform you get that impossible temptation to push A again and then you go whoop off the side of the platform. <laughs> <laughs> or or the sometimes where there's a spring and the, and the home locks onto the spring which is great. But then as soon as you bounce off the spring you push A again <laughs> sending it home back into the spring. So if you want to you could just keep mashing A breaks as it goes dun 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 I just think that for 2D platformers, just um, ever since they came out, I think that Mario is just inherently easier to control than Sonic. Like once That's get... kind of the point, though. Yeah, that is kind of the point. I'm not arguing that, but for like a, if you're just starting playing, then Mario, you're like, ooh, jump. Whereas Sonic, you're like, ah! <laughs> well, I'm going hella fast now. Yeah, you're going to be fast. Oh, now I've done it to a Death spike pit. pit. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Mario, you're a bit more considerate. Yeah. The problem I have with... Um, you know the point I was going to make about it being both good and bad for noobs is that the uh, the first zone is quite quite friendly. The second zone, as I say, and goes has a sudden ramp. Immediately, where all of a sudden you get these card sections, and it's like, oh, okay, that I wasn't expecting it to get quite that hard, quite that fast. The cannon level's really irritating as well. It's that's not so bad. It's just again you suffer from the overmash of A doing that. So while you're supposed to be flying up, you mash A and then stop your motion and. Uh, it's not so bad, but yeah, it can be irritating. There's some bits where finding out the route. Trial and error. Yeah, it's a bit trial and error. And then um, the result of messing up makes you fall all the way down. Cool. 
So you played Blur? It's Blur. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That's the yeah. racing game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Quite like that. It's quite easy to do that, really. I'm better at playing that than any other racing game. Do you ever play Mario Kart? Yeah, I'm rubbish at Mario Kart. I just stick to the side. So you find it easier to play Blur than Mario Kart? That's interesting. She has snake problems. What? In that she over-adjusts all the time. So she drifts to the right, over-adjusts to the left, then over-adjusts to the right. Finding that happy medium where you can just go straight so if only is a difficult. If only you could learn how to hop and slide in Mario Kart, you'd be awesome because you'd yeah, snake you all snake the time. The track, yeah. <laughs> yeah, snaking is actually the way to win in Mario Kart, ironically. Although I was never any good at it. No, I'm not very good at it either. Because yeah. you go on even on straightest, you do it, you go faster if you snake, don't you? Yeah. Even on the classic ones, Mario sixty four. Sorry, Mario Kart sixty four. Uh, yeah, I like that one. That visually is more exciting. Blur is. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot going on, isn't it? Like, yeah. lots of flashy... Yeah, it's, it's not as irritating <laughs> as others. It like... does. Jangly keys. What, what do you find more irritating? <laughs> like, the other games that Rob plays. Like, like... Dirt 2 and stuff. Racing games. <laughs> Dirt 2 and the one that you've been playing recently on PC. Oh, oh Flat Out. Flat, oh, flat out. out. It just looks really repetitive and it's got irritating music. And... Well, I turn the music off on Flat Out because it is quite irritating. Oh. Yeah. It's just got being now. I can tell you the game that hate I hate the most at the moment. Oh yeah, Monday Night Combat. <laughs> really, the that so- is the most annoying thing to listen to. The sound yeah. is quite, the sound is quite obnoxious, yes. isn't it? It's, it's, it's quite. Just, what is it? The music or the characters? It's or? the talking over, and it's the really loud banging noise, and the pointless commentary, and it's just so <laughs> loud. I didn't. I can't stay Hi-oh. in the room when it's on. It's just no. Awful. She can't stand it. Yeah, and you just hear right upstairs. Shut up. <laughs> so do you find like the TF2 stuff much more subtle and less annoying? No, I'm often out of the house when he plays one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that just Especially if I'm playing as heavy, because that noise just gets irritating very quickly if you've got your machine gun constantly. Spam up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not as bad as it used to be. You've turned the volume down. So. Oh, have I? Oh, I yeah. did that subconsciously. Really? Yeah. You should be using headphones anyway, since you're on a voice channel. Yeah, I, don't, I like having my voice in a separate channel. Yeah, I do it's that fun, too It's now. easier to hear if you're on a separate channel of the game. It's like when you're playing Xbox Live and you're wearing a headset, all the sound comes out of the console and the voice is disconnected and in your head, meaning you can mm, hear it. You're mental. <laughs> I can hear well, the voices, voices again. again. The leprechaun's telling me to burn stuff. Oh, you Burn them all. <laughs> Sorry? Just trying to think of anything else. Of anything else you've been playing? No. No. That was, that was quite a good section. <laughs> uh, we, we've tried a few much. things over the time, haven't we? You've played a bit of um, Super Stardust. Okay. Yeah, the, the Asteroids game on PlayStation. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, because you just, you just drove around in circles and you can instantly see what you're doing. And you, it sometimes annoys me when you think, oh, I'm pointing that way, now I've got to attack. But if you know you're constantly attacking... You can just sort of concentrate on where you're going. Big yeah. whip gun. Yeah. yeah, you can get the whip gun out because it's yeah. pretty much a, yeah. yeah. And that's visually exciting because it's very pretty to look at. It is very pretty. And it's also my it's also my personal favourite thing to play in 3D as well. It's the best 3D effect I've seen in a game. Yeah. Because it doesn't need it is the important yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game doesn't need it, but it's just pretty. Just use it as an effect. Mm. That's great. I like that idea. Yeah. Mm. You're not attracted by like heavy rain and stuff like that. 
I watched through most of Heavy Rain. Yeah. And we've talked about going through it again. It might be one of those things that'll be worth you having a go when we get the move, because you'll more you'll be more familiar with the move controller than you would be an actual controller. Yeah, and by the if we leave it a while, you sort of forget what's going on, so it'll be a bit more interesting to do after a while when you sort of forget parts of the storyline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The character. Oh yeah, you, you know what's going on. Oh, yeah, but you never saw the ending, so you've no. still got the drill. <laughs> you know what the uh, yeah. you don't know what the big twist is, which was apparently really badly done. It wasn't great. Yeah, <laughs> it was all right. I didn't I didn't mind it at the at the time. Like, but, oh, when, but when you what? think about it, it's just kind of oh okay. There weren't actually any clues as to that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and and it's not in your, as we discussed, yeah. like not in your version. Not in my playthrough. I've, I've watched, I actually went back and watched a review of Heavy Rain the other day just to sort of actually see what people thought of it because obviously I came quite late to the Heavy Rain party. <laughs> and um, yeah, even the review showed scenes that I hadn't played. And yeah. It's just like, ooh, that's interesting. I wonder what happens there. How do I get there? You might find If I play it through again, will I do things differently? I mean, I've kind of forgotten some of the choices I made. It's like, would I actually... Do I have to force myself to play in this in a, in a different way? You know, because it's kind of it's one of those moral choice games, and it's like, well, I don't really want to do that because that's kind of a bastard move. It's like uh, I could just be the main guy and not do any of the trials and let my son get killed. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's like bastard. Yeah, it's not exactly how you really want to play the game. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe someone out there will just go, "I'm, I'm a dick." Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's see how many of the main characters I can kill off. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Peggle. Oh, love Peggle. That's probably the first game I got into, actually. Peggle's freaking sweet. Yeah. Have that on my phone. So good. Yeah. Ridiculously good. Yeah, I've got that. I've got that on my phone. I don't play it so much now. I think the novelty's worn off. Yeah, it's worn off a bit. Yeah. But there's one you can go back to and sort of kill time with. So. And you achieve got Peggle Knights, like the up, the extra levels for it. You can get on the iPhone anyway. Not on the iPhone, no. Right. I don't. I don't pay for games because it's wasted on me. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I do the first few levels and then lose interest because so, I'm uncommitted. But I talking about the Final <laughs> Fantasy bloody music again. Yeah. It's, it's going through my mind now as we speak. <laughs> and it just pops. <laughs> You're not sure it's yeah. to speak creeping yeah. out behind you and, that, and so I'm just whispering it into your ear. Uh, it's not bad. It's, it's not quite irritating. Catchy. Although it's really short and quite repetitive. It doesn't bother me so much. It's that loop's actually quite long because it takes a while to get to that point. I mean, yeah. the, the, the start yeah, of the fight sort of starts... You hear the start of it over and over if you're doing fast fights. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You hear the start of it, that sort of like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Bom, bom. I guess that's why that riff isn't at the start because it probably would be annoying. Yeah, if it just yeah. went straight into it, it's like, fight! Da, 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 da. <laughs> I, I do agree that they all look like prepubescent jailbait yeah but that's that's, just that's Japanese Japan, style yeah. although they, 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 to be fair Square haven't been that bad with that have at they least in they're the covered this up is, this is probably what some of the worst in terms of like I don't know which one which over young characters I mean, eight, 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 eight was the only was the only one I can think of where they really didn't whereas like they actually tried more to make them actual adults well yeah I think nine was a bit weird Garnet looked a bit young well, nine was. Is it Garnet or yeah, yeah, I think or whatever you call it? Then again, she was kind of supposed to be a child. What do you mean? What do they call it? Because you could name all the characters. Oh god, I can't remember. Mildred. I think it was funny, whatever you call it. You have to call them stupid names. Was it you called Red Thirteen Drug? Didn't you? Yeah, Drug. No, that's the. Oh, no, that was the, that was the dog from uh, Renoa's dog in Final Fantasy VIII. I called Drug because it had certain moves that were named after it. So when it did certain moves, you'd get drug rush, <laughs> <laughs> drug recovery. 
<laughs> and Drug Moon. <laughs> I think the faces of some of the characters look very similar. Like, uh, to Snow. each other. Yes, yeah, Snow yeah, like, look very similar. Considering the amount of detail on the characters and how well they're done, they do look identical to each other. It's like, yeah. do character design. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I can tell most of the characters apart. Snow has a beard, which helps. And, yeah. and Hope, is the, Hope is the one I don't like because he's such a generic... Hope is the most generic character in the game. And Hope is a girl's name for a star. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and he's an annoying tit of a boy. <laughs> yeah, but they've got odd names. Lightning? Yeah. Yeah. Lightning. Well, Lightning's alright because they have that weird electric thing that they carry around that helps them manipulate gravity. Yeah, but it's a general name. You, and you, you said, wouldn't call your child Lightning. Cloud. But Maybe Hope not. is a bit non mainstream. I know some people probably would. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Crazy people. Yes, cloud. it's a ripoff of Cloud. It is a ripple of the ground. What's, what's the Australian one called? Vanille. Vanille. I think it's vanille or something. No, they call it vanille. Vanille. It's pronounced okay. vanille. Fair enough. She's a bit odd. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how old she's meant to be. Is she a little girl or is she... Well, they keep referring to her as a kid, but there's not been a reveal. She's not like a kid. She's well developed for a child. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean. Jailbait. Oh, bloody jailbait. Yeah, so, but you know. But then again, Sam's Catroy is supposed to be the old guy, supposedly. Everyone keeps referring to him as the old timer, which means he's probably 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks about 30, I think, but looks like past it. 30. Why <laughs> me? No, I really like Reddit, you know, the website that I go on, big community thing. But they're, and they're generally quite a respectable community of quite nice people who mm. organise things. They even kind of came up with the idea for the reality restore sanity and stuff for the Colbert Institute and stuff. Mm. So anyway, but on the Google search results, quite high for for Reddit is this because you can create create a community on Reddit for whatever you like. Hmm. And what, uh, one quite heavily visited community is our jailbait, which is literally <laughs> where people post pictures of. <laughs> young, possibly under eighteen girls, My fully clothed. Sword. Yeah, exactly. So some people on Reddit are in this jailbait community, and it's like, or it's a kind of a running joke because it's it comes up in search results, and people are like, oh god, you're dragging down the reputation of of <laughs> Reddit. Cool. It's pretty bad. I went in there one time, and <laughs> yeah, I went on there one time because everyone was arguing about it. So I went on there, so and the worst that I had to see, obviously, so well, there, I, I think there are creepier once. places on Reddit. I mean, I think our Emma Watson is creepier than than our. Jail and you had to be on there as well. Well, I just yeah, that, that is shocking. No, I'm not on there. I don't certainly don't re- register because you can uh, you can subscribe to them and then they appear on your front page. Anyway. I actually found so you just don't the, let the know. creepiest thing was I found a picture of someone I know on our jailbait, oh and I God. know she's not she's not a child. She's twenty. She's the same age as me, or whatever, yeah. or slightly younger. But, um, but looks young. Looks young. Yeah, and I literally found someone I knew, and like in the comments, there was someone like confessing to like stalking her, like literally, like I'm. Oh, she's from the UK, and I knew her <laughs> from uh, the next town over. I was like, shit, sleep diving. <laughs> That wasn't me. Shut the fuck up. The problem is that she's really horrible. She's like a massive bitch. So, oh, right. Is she uh, the one you shared a picture yeah. with? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Oh. Anyway. Oh. She's friends with her. She's friends with her now. Lucy. Anyway, I don't care because I like to, I, I like said to her boyfriend, like, this is no good. You ought to warn her about this at a party. She wasn't there. 
And then I got this nasty email from her, well, Facebook message from her. I didn't even bother to read it. She was like, I could do it. Because the, the problem is this photo came from, she's so vain that she took a picture of herself every day for a year and put them all up on the internet. It's like Project 365. So I take a photo of my face every day. It's not that's really vanity. That's interesting one of those in its own weird way. I guess. Time lapse. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, if you could do one of those many faces of GIFs. Yeah. Well, she did that. She did a video with the time lapse, which mm. is kind of cool to admit, because she managed to get her face in the same place. So it's just, just that Paris Hilton... Aging. Yeah. Uh, or mm. Lindsay Lohan. What's the music for that? On, uh... uh Eric Friders or whatever that's on. Call on me! Yeah, that's it. Call on me! Yeah, she had that whole thing going on, except probably with some more cultured music. <laughs> I, I would say. Anyway, yeah. Lean on me. Jailbait. <laughs> Jailbait is bad. Bad times. <laughs> Don't go on there. Yeah, the walking yeah. away theme from yeah. Hulk. Learn from Dan. Don't follow the jailbait photos. No, don't go on that that subreddit. Or you won't see someone you know, yeah. The rest of Reddit is Good cool. Lesson. Yeah. Unless she put it up there. No, no. If she's that vain. No, it was put up by the guy that started the community. That was the weird thing. There's this guy, Violenta Cruz, or whatever his name is. He's kind of a legend for being this creepy guy. Or maybe that was the thing. Maybe he was leading up to this moment. It's like, right, if I I, I post famous jailbait for a while, I can get away and then reveal my stock. And no one will know. Well, he wasn't the one commenting that he was a stalker. I think he's American, that guy. But... um, but he obviously found the picture, so he must be a, le- a certain level of stalkerage. Slightly, slightly stalkerage. less dramatic. Yeah. This way round. Anyway. Still quite dramatic. Enough of that. That's not computer against <laughs> agent at all, but yes. Face stalking. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Right, sit down again. And not ruin the couch by sitting on the back of it. <sighs> that was... Entertaining. Entertaining story there. Random uh, and sudden. Cyber stalkerage. So yes. Oh, I should probably talk about what I've been playing. Yeah. <laughs> Since we've only got less than the quarter of the podcast, then. Unless you've got about twenty minutes. Anything else, man? Um. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, so we've done three people so far. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, no, it hasn't been long. Hasn't been long since the last one. So yeah, I finished uh, Red Dead Redemption: Undead Nightmare. For the Chivos. Last time. For the Chivos, I actually got all the achievements, which means you have to get the 100% uh, thing. And I thought I'd got 100% in the full game. Something weird was must have been happening with my internet connection, because I, I, I checked my achievements and I hadn't got the 100% thing. So I loaded in the game and it said 100%, but once I loaded it, it gave me the achievement. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sure I, or I already had that. And there's other ones that I think, like, there's one which is um, called Barely Legal on the on the main game, which is you have to kill and skin 18 grizzly bears. That's far too appropriate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I hadn't got that. But in it's a lot easier to do similar thing in um, Undead Nightmare because your horse is invulnerable. If, well, if you get one of the horses of the apocalypse. And once I completed the game, I got Death, which is probably the most awesome one because it's really hardcore. Uh, like it can't be killed very easily and if you just run over zombies their heads explode immediately <laughs> so actually that came in very handy especially I mean I had to do the hunting challenges but the main problem with the hunting challenges as in the original game I'd forgotten how much time you have to spend just riding around trying to get stuff to spawn mm. that's quite rare I mean there isn't much of that in the main game but if you want to do these hunting challenges which are in there then uh, you do have to ride around for quite a long time trying to get them to spawn. There are certain places where certain animals will appear. and I... That sounds awfully similar to what happened in Brutal Legend during the hunting challenges. <laughs> oh, really? Get certain... 
you could clear out an area and then things wouldn't spawn again until you did something, like went to the motor forge or whatever it's called, and then come back out. Oh, and then everything was back. Wonderful. Well, the problem in Red Dead also is that apparently some animals only appear at certain times of day, and it has a day-night cycle, obviously, like Grand Theft Auto. So you have to ride around hoping that they'll appear. And the problem is that you you spend ages in one area and they don't appear. And then sometimes you try another area and they immediately appear <laughs> or something. I had that problem with the coyotes. I couldn't... No, not coyotes. Sorry. The coo... Under cougars. Um, I was trying to find them. I was riding around for ages trying to find them. And, and the problem was that if you have to... You have to... To get the hunting challenge, you have to kill uh, some wolves, uh, some cougars and a couple of bears... Just using the torch, set them on fire, and just beat them. But it makes it quite easy when you have one of these horses, because you can just sit there while they're attacking your horse and not doing anything, because your horse is basically invulnerable, and just keep whacking them. But if you're using death, then if you're not careful, you'll run them over and their head will explode. And that won't count <laughs> towards the achievement, or the, the hunting challenge. So you have to like stay perfectly still and whack them. And then if they run off to try and sort of... Because uh, they'll run off and lick their wounds if they're... Hurt sometimes. So is there something particularly difficult about killing older women <laughs> and then skinning them? Well, what sexually active older women? Yeah. Uh, well, seems <laughs> it seems quite difficult. I mean, they're really <laughs> scary in the main game, but undead cougars, which you think would be more scary, aren't scary in the least because they can't kill your horse, so they can't really hurt you. Probably. Or are they probably sexually active? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> That's just it's America, man. Cougar Town with them. Um, what's the name? From Friends. Courtney Cox. Which I've never seen. No. It doesn't really <laughs> appeal. Cougar. Naomi is grimacing in the background. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like rubbish. You so... Skinning women. Skinning women. I didn't say that. Skinning cougars. Oh. Uh, you don't have to skin them in Undead Night. Uh, okay. In fact, I don't think you can, because they're zombie. Well, you might be able to. I think they just probably turn into zombie. It might be a dangerous pastime. In case you get some like zombie blood on you or something. Yeah, well, you don't seem to be very easily infected in Under Nightmare. Like even when they get, like none of the combat is that hard. <laughs> Maybe it takes some serious infection time, right? There, the, the zombies get you, and it's like, what are we going to do now? All right, we're going to stand back, lads. I'm going to have to get my infection wand. Oh wait, hang on, <laughs> that sounds more wrong. <laughs> I don't know, but uh... <laughs> it's going to take some hard infecting. But <laughs> uh, story-wise, it's. It's pretty cool. It's pretty short for the story. It's mainly the main length of it is in doing this extra stuff to get the hundred percent. Like at the end, I had like eighty six percent percentage complete, and I realised, yeah, and I realised oh. that um, you have to do the missing persons missions, which are the equivalent of the uh, bounty uh, missions from the game. You okay. all you have to do is go and collect someone who's being attacked by zombies and bring them back to the fort or the, the two forts. Well. <laughs> And um, But when you get back to the fort, that's being attacked by zombies, so you then have to kill those zombies before you can safely drop off the guy. But if you're riding death, you can just ride around and stomp on the undead until they're all dead, <laughs> and then deposit your bloke. So that made it a lot easier once I had death to do that. Um, but uh, every one of those missions gives you 1% more. So it was like, and there were 16 of those, or 14, however many it was, so I managed to get all the way up to 100% just by doing 1% at a time that way. 
Uh, yeah, that was cool. Um, but in the in the story, there was one. Cool, you know, I was talking about that folksy song that plays at that one point in yeah. Red Dead. Well, and that's quite a melancholy. It's a nice moment. But in this, there's like a kick-ass moment where this like awesome like surf guitar rock song comes on when you're riding towards the end of the game. Surf like, guitar. Ding. Yeah, you know. Uh... <laughs> yeah, sounds like that. Similar to that, but with like zombie lyrics, and it's got the uh... yeah wiper. It's got theremin as well for ghostly. <laughs> it's way cool when you're riding to uh, the escalera at the end to deal with the the source of the infection or whatever it is, which does turn out to be an Aztec curse thing with Jake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously, not that that's a big spoiler because that's what they're saying, but uh... and it has a nice uh, sort of twist end game in the same way that the original game which you could probably work out if you just think of it about it for about two seconds you can work out what happens at the end everybody dies <laughs> yeah anyway <clears throat> so that's cool uh what else can i think to say about it all the zombies mysteriously explode with an enormous explosion killing everyone <laughs> chain zombo explosion <laughs> zombo some explosion. <laughs> 64 hit Zombo. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have those Zombonies, don't they, in, uh, in Plants vs. Zombies. The, uh, the things oh, yeah, that yeah, polish yeah. the ice for ice hockey games. <laughs> yes, Except it's cool. a zombie one. And a the zombie, <laughs> zombie bobsled team that follows. Uh, yeah. The go- yeah, on the, on the ice. <laughs> Man, that case awesome. Yeah. I'm on the roof now on that. I haven't played it much because I'm trying not to play it because it's like, that's the game I play when I'm flying. Yeah, and the roof is the last bit. Yeah. Two cu- couple of sections on the roof. And then there's like a boss, which is fairly cool. Zomboss. <laughs> Zomboss. Well, it's like, I, I seem to remember it's like a little zombie controlling a large zombie. Okay. <laughs> you know, in a, with like, or controllers. <laughs> you know, These are quite case. smart zombies. <laughs> well, that one is. I think it's got a big brain and everything. Some brain. Mm, brain. <laughs> Lots of brains. He's eaten. He's, he's, he's eaten so much brain that he's got a brain. I only had a brain. Wizard of Oz would be much cooler if that character <laughs> was a zombie. <laughs> Which character has got a brain? It's the Tin Man, I think. No, no, he hasn't got. Yeah, or is he missing a heart? A heart. So it's a scarecrow, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Play only so he pretty much is a zombie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something much. alive that shouldn't be alive. <laughs> So they could replace all of his all of his lines of dialogue with. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Mister Scarecrow? <laughs> but he can't like infect other people and turn them into straw. Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't actually have bite. a mouth. Yeah, yeah, the bite. The... Be like, <laughs> no teeth, <laughs> no teeth. Suck the world's worst zombie. <laughs> zombie with a denture problem. Yes. Old old people zombies, not very dangerous. <laughs> they move so slow to start with, they just get even slower. <laughs> Do you think they'd speed up? Depends if it's in the fast zombie universe or the slow zombie universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't help really, does it? Me doing hand actions on a, on a radio. I track. found out that the, the fast zombie screen, you know the screen they make because they're about to run at you in Half-Life 2, <laughs> Yeah. That's a kind of a stock film screen that's been speeded up twenty percent, but you can hear it in loads of films. It's like the mm. Wilhelm screen screen. It's like the sequel to the Wilhelm screen. It's a very particular sounding ah! 
it tends to be falling out of a window or something. They make that particular sound. It's kind of cool. So no. look out for that. <laughs> no. Sorry, suddenly remembered. They didn't know. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, that's it. That's more like it. No. Man. Not a coaster. <laughs> it just goes up and down. No. Oh, this is the best podcast ever. <laughs> Clearly, main um, reference. Several. Man, I haven't been playing anything else, but I, I I worked so hard on finishing that, just so I could get it out of the way, so that I could lend it to you. Whoop. It is on your shelf now, Whoop. so you may play it. Although you got a lot to do, <laughs> I've got all the Final Fantasy and. And Valkyria Chronicles and Attack Batman. as well. Oh, and Batman! <laughs> Batman is freaking Batman. sweet. I can't wait for a sequel to that. It sounds so cool. Batman! <laughs> We're not at the end yet. He is Batman. Yeah. Sorry? End of what? Batman doesn't get to announce that it's the end yet. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really obscure reference. We haven't talked about that before, have we? The end sequence of Earthworm Jim. No. Where on the PC version at least you got a hilarious epic speech. I'm not sure what how that actually appeared because I never finished it. No, I never finished it either. <laughs> so I guess we don't know how how that appears in the game, whether it's just over the credits or it was just we've just found what it as happened? a CD you just track. Put it into a CD player, yeah, and it just happened to be on there at the end. For some reason, all the data tracks as well have sound on them. There's only one data track on a CD. No, but I meant all the other tracks that aren't. Audio. Yeah. Because I don't know why there's other tracks that aren't audio tracks. Because there's the music, of course, mm. and this the special tracks, but there's also a whole bunch of tracks that don't have anything on them apart from a filler sound effect for some reason. Maybe they were trying to hide the secret ending. Because <laughs> 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 if you go from the start, you just get a whole bunch of filler tracks. It's like, oh, there's nothing here. So if you're, if you're not persistent enough to just cheaply skip to the end and discover that, oh shit, there is actually stuff here. Get to the end. Tell you one game we have all played. You don't know Jack. <laughs> yeah, we recently got that back up. The original UK edition. How did he manage to make that work? I'd forgotten how posh, like, the UK and Yeah, I'd, I'd, is. I'd forgotten just how posh that guy's he voice sounds was. sounds so RP, like, completely different from Cookie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, is he called Jack? Yeah. He doesn't announce him as the... Uh, he plays the character Jack Cake. Right, that's yeah. it, Jack Cake. But was there an American Jack Cake? Like, get this right and you'll get 2,000 crisp green sheets. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit odd, though, because it's American money that's all green. The only time where he gets out of his posh voice is when he goes into the crazy company man. Like, yeah, all right, yeah, how's it going, man? He's a bit of a natter, a natter! <laughs> but that might not even be meant to be with him, of course. And it totally has UK-specific questions, like Whitely. And, oh, and Archer. That's and, his face. Yeah, Jeffrey Archer. Yeah. Although they're all really old references now, <laughs> but still. Well, Richard Whitely we could still get. Yeah. Borderman never goes out of fashion. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Apart from, you know, when she left. Yeah, but she's, she's still, still Countdown Lady. Fair. In our hearts. <laughs> or Insurance Lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or is it loans? It's Low more, it's more mortgage something. or something. It's like consolidate all your loans into one monthly payment with like plus or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, plus something. Loan consolidation loan. <laughs> yeah, talking about equity and some shit. <laughs> and numbers, because she's a number person. She's like, look at these numbers. <laughs> I know numbers. I I know these are good them. numbers, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there a two in them? <laughs> 
It's not a good number unless there's a two in it. I think there might be. Because they don't use precise numbers. That was... I can't remember what it was, where. Oh, it was the... I was looking at a bottle of shampoo. (laughs) 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 This is a great story. I was looking at a bottle of shampoo, and it's like... It's that thing where they say, like, up to 90% something something. It's like... That basically means nothing. (laughs) It's like any number below 90% and their claim is valid. So zero and you're still winning. (laughs) (laughs) So how much, how much bacteria do you kill? About 2%. (laughs) So how are we going to market that? Up to 90? Up to 90%. (laughs) Just under certain circumstances we get two. Oh, but what happens if you get over 90? Then you're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, they, they were doing better than our claim, which is also fine. That's Because then we can uh, incre- increase our claim later on. Always undersell and over-deliver. New Daz. That one gets 95% whiteness. Apart from those, like, the antibacterial stuff, you know, floor cleaning products or whatever, they get, they're like, 99.9% of bacteria. It's like, Okay, that's probably not actually true. <laughs> but they probably can't say 100%. Well, they can't say 100% because that literally is is never true. Because we don't know known. It's all, it's like 99 Well, yeah, that's the other thing, when they say known bacteria. Yeah, well, that, like, that there might be some random alien bacteria in here. Does that mean that they know that there's 0.1% of known bacteria they can't fuck up, or that they don't need to? Well, it's or... a percentage thing, because the whole idea of... In something I vaguely learned in like food engineering at <laughs> university, <laughs> it's like it, you can never kill 100 percent of bacteria because there's always like one which has you know mutant genes or whatever where it's Mutancy. super resistant Mutancy. to whatever you're using. Which means that Dettol will slowly get shitter. Yeah, because these resistant ones will live on. <laughs> That's the whole issue of cleanliness versus. Oh, super cleanliness. Super cleanliness versus your own immune system. Yeah, where it's like if you're actually cleaning everything too much, it's bad for you. I'm sure I had this conversation with regards to parents and their kids who are like, like, come on, can't let them do that, that's dirty. And it's like, well, they're going to just be hypochondriac dying people if we keep doing that. Yeah. At least computer games are relatively germ-free. Maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> Although keyboards are really bad for you, aren't they? Maybe you're not a hypochondriac if you're actually... Yeah, probably, that wasn't the word you were looking no, for. I don't think so. Well, you probably would be because you'd be worried about stuff, but you might be, you might actually be fucked. <laughs> but keyboards are bad for you, aren't they? They like acquire more grime. That's the stupid. That's because stuff theory, falls in it? them. But fortunately, if it falls in them, you're not going to reach it, <laughs> as we discussed. Yeah. And here comes the shit down the seagulls for some reason. You can't hear them. Yes, we can. <laughs> it's just they got it. Yeah, and all in the on the video. No, but that's what I meant. It's like, listeners won't be able to hear seagulls. <laughs> Let's hope not. That was completely pointless. Moving on. That whole conversation was going to be... You see me trying to steer it towards Gimmie again. Yeah, that? it was a good try. Uh, yeah, it was like... Do I need to get Mexican rub out? What for? We've had Mexican today. Ten minutes! We've oh. Mexican, me- Mexican, Mexican rub. He's an actual Mexican. He had some Mexican. Mexican food. Mm. I had the Jimmy Tanga. Jimmy Tanga. Jimmy Tanga. No, that wasn't the name of the dish, not the the restaurant. Oh, that is the name of the restaurant as well. Yeah. Jimmy Tanga. It was okay. (laughs) It was okay. Qualify your product faces and say it wasn't actually that great. I preferred the chicken and I had the beef. Mistake. (laughs) So it's all your own fault. Yeah, basically. You got the wrong thing. No, no, I, 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 I ordered beef thinking I have something different, but the chicken was better. Have the chicken when you go to Chimichangas. I'll remember that. The chicken? No, I had the beef. 
Chicken. You just tasted. You had a steak. That's not really the same. No, I meant the yeah, like the steak fajita tortilla filling options that you get. Plug, plug, plug. So what will we have been playing for next week? It's a question. Well, we can make you play a lot of games that I've got that you don't have. And what? <laughs> like Blur. Yeah, I could probably play a bit of Blur. Damn right, you should. Oh, we haven't mentioned the kind of important news that we that I, I got told today. That the Bazaar is splintering into some of their... Um, uh, well, it can't be all of their members, because we've heard that some of them have moved elsewhere. Because would be a splinter. <laughs> but, yeah, um, and... What, at least some of the members of Bazaar are forming a new studio with the old guys called Lucid. So they're still alive in some form. That happens all the time, really. Yeah, I know, but we might actually. But you know, most of the sometimes they often go off in different ways, and you never hear from them again. But well, this yeah. is an example of a studio reforming. It's like huzzah! Yeah, but this is just it will be a splinter, and then it'll either manage one game and then disappear, or it will actually continue. Well, the challenge will be getting oh, yeah. a publisher. To be honest. After being dropped, and if you sort of like advertise yourself as we're bizarre, but we're not bizarre, then they might be. A bit yeah, but everyone knows that Activision are bastards and keep dropping people for stupid economic reasons that have nothing to do with how good they are. Yeah, uh, they, are, they are being assholes at the moment. Yeah, but um, so other other Ass developers, division. other develop, <laughs> other publishers might be like, fair enough, Take Two or EA even, who used to be the enemy and are now mm. fairly awesome. And they published Brutal Legend and Half Life. Yeah, you've actually become less evil. And Dead Space, yeah, which is great. I mean, it's paid yeah, off for them because the problem with Dead Space was they made a conscious effort to like make a good game rather than just pumping out FIFA every year or whatever, which they still do. Oh, and Mirror's Edge. Don't yeah, and Mirror's Edge. Yeah, and um, the problem was that the original Dead Space and Mirror's Edge did not pay off. However, Dead Space 2 has paid off. Although Mirror's Edge 2 is not happening from, <laughs> from what we can tell. Again, because they keep cancelling it over and over. It's interesting because they're what, which is a bit of a shame because it could have been a concept that could have been refined quite well. Yeah, it could have, it could have done the same thing as Dead Space Two, as in be a success the second time. Right? But if that Battlefield Three video is not just a cutscene, then there is some gameplay, and it looks like they're stealing the technology from Mirror's Edge, but, pointless first-person maneuvers. Well, it looks like pretty much everyone at Dice is now working on Battlefield Three, and Dice seem to be huge because they've done the multiplayer component of that Medal of Honor game. No, they do. They have, they do loads of stuff there. Well, dice are dice are quite old now, aren't they? They've been around yeah, for fucking years. Around. Back from their, I'm trying to remember the earliest game we played of theirs. Because they did work know. on Midtown Madness three. Did they? Yeah, that was dice. That they was, that they, was they, they, they had a period of not doing FPS games. That was quite strange. Midtown Madness three it was the one with like on the Xbox with Paris, wasn't it? Yes. And it had the most, some of the most annoying voiceovers. <laughs> yes, the most like, stereotypical voices. You must pick voices. up my dog and all this. In, in bad in French Paris. accents. Yeah, it was really bad. Get my poodle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. What was the American city in that? America Town. <laughs> America Town. Uh, was it Washington? Probably. Yeah. Well, it might have been Washington, actually, yeah. Yeah. And was it? Did they pick somewhere weird in the UK, like York, rather than like London? That was it, wasn't it? Was there a UK location? There was a UK location. I think there was like three places in the game because there was a shitty Cockney accent. It might be London. No, that was that was Midtown Man's two, though. Wasn't yeah. it? Like a shitty Cockney accent. Was it Asian? No, there might have only been two and three. Never yeah. mind. Doesn't matter. We don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Corrections column. No one cares. Yeah. 
Anyone got anything from funny to say in the last five minutes? <laughs> That's always a great question. I think we've already managed quite a lot of funny stuff. But let's not. <laughs> let's big up ourselves. Yeah, let's, so. let's force it out. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Be funny. <laughs> Clench. <laughs> Focus. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> Moons. Give me strength. <laughs> Unfortunately, we only have one moon, so that you're not going to be able to get anything. Well, I've got yeah. two sort of glows. Like one, of them. <laughs> one of them's off, so you're not even, even that. Not going to work. No. Moon lighting arrangement. <laughs> give me strength. <laughs> Light bulbs, <laughs> give me strength. <laughs> Ikea, give me discounts. <laughs> <laughs> give me cheap Swedish furniture. <laughs> and, then they did. and then I'll throw it at people. <laughs> That'll be my special move. You should do that. They could be. They could do that. They could make a retarded RPG where all the characters are mysterious pop culture references. So they'd be like IKEA man that just summons furniture out of the air that lands on people. Well, this sounds like a product placement game. So you make it in the in, like with the Doritos series. <laughs> yeah. So you got like Doritos guy. That game looked quite good. That jumpy crash course. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. That's pretty cool. It's quite short, but yeah, it's alright. Well, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Don't complain. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and I've talked about this before. Harm's Way was pretty good, which is the other Doritos game. Oh, the, the bracer. But, but was unfortunately not very populated in ter- and seems to be filled with don't non-starting the game douchebags. <laughs> or oh, right. oh, possibly like... people who don't understand. <laughs> that one time we were watching that guy and it's like, everyone is ready, apart from the guy who's running, who's the person who has to start the server. It's like, you're flashing the ready button on and off and it's like, what is he even doing? <laughs> is he gone for, is he started a server and thought, as this normally takes ages, I'm going to go for a nice relaxing poo. <laughs> when I come back, hopefully there'll be a team of people waiting very angry with me. <laughs> and then they'll quit. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then everyone, the problem with that game is, is the problem with server hopping on an unpopulated game is that no one's patient enough. So you jump into a game and you sit there for a while and you think, oh, this will fill up, and then people go. And then the problem is, after a few minutes, people go, this isn't filling up, and then leave. And it's like, well, it would have filled up if you stayed here. And then other people join, and it's like, damn it! <laughs> it's like the game would work if you had a little patience. Smacked up. <laughs> They're just too impatient. It's like, I want to play now! I want to play now! Where's matchmaking, bitches? Well, that problem would be solved if it was, there was more population. Yeah, true. It wasn't. It could go away. But well, you know, it's a free game. It probably had a rush when it first came out, but I was a bit late to that party as well. <laughs> yes. And the same goes for Crash Course. It has an online mode, which no one's in. <laughs> Literally no one. <laughs> damn free games they just don't seem to work on console do they like little free games they just don't seem to get the popularity like a little free game on PC you could probably find a community behind it or... well, that's because there's on PC there's actual ways to organise a community outside of the game I guess does this mean consoles need more Facebook well they're going to get it no matter what they do aren't they that's all that people at Activision want is more Facebook because that's what the people in seats are telling them Facebook is the future like for Blow making was the money. First to do that, wasn't it? For yeah, activism. yeah, but that just because that doesn't button. mean they they're not going to press no. on with that nonsense. I think I don't. There are some good aspects to it, but actually, you know, social networking within games is kind of fine. But I'm not entirely sure that you need to utilize Facebook to do that. You know, Autolog has kind of proven that you can do it yourself. I mean, I wouldn't mind if Xbox Live accounts were sort of tied... Not that this would ever happen, but if they were tied to Facebook, then there'd probably be a lot of people on Facebook that I have as friends that I don't know actually play yeah. games that I might then all get That's automatically. Yeah. I wouldn't have to go through all the effort of finding out what they're... 
tag is. And if the Xbox friends list actually used 60 seconds real names. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, if there was a way of filtering real names in the Xbox friends list rather than well, that's the way Mr. Going, Toasty123. It used to be the rule on the internet was <laughs> never ever use your real name. Now it's always use your real name. Because yeah. it's all Facebook, so it's all real. You I, think, know. I think it's because... Well, yeah, maybe the time where don't use your real name is gone. Oh, we're going to have to wrap this up. It's like 30 seconds time. Maybe. Right, okay. Well, thank you for joining us once again. We made it. We made it. Somehow. 30 seconds. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Are we well, going to have to sing out? I don't know. <laughs> sing in with, uh... Cheese. Some kind of cheese. We've got Provolone. Provolone. Zach fails completely. I ruined it. Completely ruins it. Privilege. Silent cast. Silent cast. Silent cast. Silent cast. Silent cast. Join us again next time. Goodbye. Ciao. That was a good